This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? You know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's nah, funny. No, nah, I knew that and didn't care <laughs> when I made my statement. Um, but I'll, I'll make my other statements off mic. Uh, but shit, man, welcome back to uh, This Week in Culture, episode 56. I'm your boy, Ann Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. Fresh Off the Motherfucking Plane, and I got my dog with me. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson. Um, I'm just in this motherfucker, dog. Dog. So I'm going to keep it real with y'all. For everybody looking for like a real like litty podcast, because I told y'all we was going to make it lit. I got some fire for nigga. I got, I got fire, I got and I got mad bars. But them bitches is going to be tired, nigga. I got <laughs> fired, but they tired, nigga. Uh, I am fresh off the fucking airplane, so if I'm seeming a little slow, a little lagging, y'all just going to have to lag. deal, nigga. Real life jet lag. <laughs> like, <laughs> dog, and we was late, and I damn near got sick on that bitch. I had a migraine, nigga, so I was finna throw up on them hoes. But, uh, yeah, man, we here, you know, as promised, the world's most infamous, um... Before we get into all uh, everything that we're going to get into, all the bars we got for uh, <clears throat> what we be watching Snowfall. Before yeah. we get into all that, nigga. <laughs> What's the shit we about to talk what about? What we be watching? Nah, before we get into all that, man, uh, this week in culture, this week's episode is brought to you by who black that I like today? What business? Uh, this Week in Culture is brought to you by the people down at They Say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why? Because I'm finna leave this bitch and go get a whole 20-piece wing, nigga. And, uh, this episode is also brought to you by uh, Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Black. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Holla. Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Holla. Dang. Go GC, on, what up, though? Go online to shoptalkpod.com forward slash booking and book some time go book y'all some studio time man i get a lot of folks hitting me like hey where you do your podcast at man y'all know where i do my podcast at we tell y'all every week the episodes start with it every week go online <laughs> go book your shit um stop telling me you listening and then you ain't paying attention dog Facts. you know so yeah go book you some studio time get in here with my man jay dog he here all day literally Facts. and uh yeah man we we finna make it happen dog hey <clears throat> real quick I got a nice, spicy blackberry letter we're going to get to. We ain't had one in a couple weeks for y'all. I thought you were about to say a spicy chicken sandwich from Popeye's that Fam. everybody been raving about, and I'm scared to eat it now, though. Here's my thing about the spicy chicken from Popeye's. Don't drop when the spicy nuggets is back from Wendy's. Like, <laughs> y'all not finna do my 35-year-old stomach like that Niggas no more, Niggas hate it on Wendy's, nigga. Nigga, first of all, I went through Wendy's, and I'm going to keep it real. And if my girl ever listened to this episode, sorry I lied, because I did not eat a salad that, that night. Let me tell you what I did when I pulled up to Wendy's. <laughs> it was like 1045. They closed at 11. I said, yo, give me the rest of y'all spicy nuggets. <laughs> she was like, how many do you want? I said, the, the rest, rest of, of them. them. nigga. Y'all ain't got that. Like, y'all closed in 15 minutes. I real life had like 43 nuggets. <laughs> but look, what what I, they pay you? What they, what they charge you? That shit was like $20. But look, though, this would piss me off. Because I think like a 10 piece is like two bucks. But this would piss me off. <laughs> Why that bitch gave me three sauces? <laughs> Uh -huh. Damn. Oh my God. Like, I look fam. in that bag and circle right back in that yeah. line. <laughs> Eleven thirty when you come out the parking lot, I'm here with the with the, with the fist stand. I'm a nigga. 
I was in the bathroom doing the blade dance off them goddamn nuggets, nigga. I was hurt, dog. But uh, pink, them pink slime nuggets. No, I'm straight. Hey, bro. fuck it, nigga. That's pink slime, sweet and sour sauce. I was dipping them. I was in too, <laughs> nigga. What up, dog? <laughs> um, yeah, we got the spicy blackberry letter. We gonna get to that. We gonna get to Jay Z. I had a couple people ask me if we got to the Jay Z topic. I said we ain't got to shits. We ain't recorded yet. Um, so we gonna talk the boy Hove. And uh, what else was going on? I got a couple things saved in the phone. We got Hove going down. CNN got an all-black panel show coming out with a bunch of Angela Rye and... Uh, what's Bukari the, Sellers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what's Dog That Lost in Florida was running for... Uh, Oh yeah, um, the homie. We was we talked about him on this podcast a few times. I can't remember him right now. Like in real life, like on on, on no bullshit. Yeah. If this nigga was a presidential candidate right now, he would probably be killing for oh, the Democrats. He would, fam, he would smoke everybody right now because he just looks presidential. Yeah, he gives me mad like Barack, like how Barack came in and it was just like he kind of owned it. Yeah, that's how dog. Like I think he could, he would like yeah. literally be. I, Honestly, because I personally don't think that Trump's losing in 2020. I think groom dog from Florida. We're going to remember his name. It ain't going to happen on this episode, but <laughs> groom him from Florida for the next presidential election, like following 2020, because I think he he got that. Like, I feel like he really has that. Um, Speaking of presidential candidates, <laughs> did you ever hear that comment Joe Biden made last week? I just yeah. thought it was really funny and we ain't talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, black. I mean, poor kids are just as smart and just as just as bright as white kids. I said, "God damn it!" In that moment, he lost the Democratic nomination, bro. And I gave him uh, whose man's this last week, man? Yeah, because Joe Biden is a creepy pedophile nigga. Facts. Um, Uncle Joe will rub your back, um, child's back, and smell your Mm -hmm. child's hair, and try to get your child a kiss on the face and rub her. Uh, Just go to Google "creepy Joe Biden." Yeah. Oh, Um, it's so much. That is one. Two, the 94 crime bill that we blame um the Clintons. Um the like and we say the Clintons, like as in like as Hillary. If Hillary did that. <laughs> nigga, you was the wife. She was literally <laughs> just married to my nigga. <laughs> nigga, you wasn't even in politics. I've always <laughs> said that. Like, damn Hillary taking like, bars for she, no reason. She took an L hey. for the crime bill that she didn't even like hey. damn. That Joe was... Biden wrote the shit. <laughs> like, nigga, I wrote the bill. And then this little black kid comment, uh, this poor kid comment. Then you try to clean it up, man. Fuck that nigga, dog. Yeah, he a hoe, fake ass. Uh, Price is right looking, Bob Barker looking ass. Nigga. <laughs> I'm not fucking with Joe Biden. Oh uh, man, well Joe Biden killed his whole candidacy with that comment. Especially man. when they put Joe Biden as number three uh, hip hop artist of all time. I was like, <laughs> no, oh no, that's that's not. That's that's the wrong list. Wrong list. Wrong list. <laughs> it's not Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> Let's let's get into the politics, dog. Let's talk about Hove real quick, man. So for those that don't know, uh, Jay-Z and Rock Nation have uh, entered into a partnership with the NFL. It's going to make Jay-Z a co-producer of the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, he doesn't have any provision to actually perform on the halftime show. I guess he can if he wants to, but that wasn't really what it was about. It was mainly about him getting in there and starting to help the NFL choose their events, choose the content that they promote, and really start to kind of get on a social justice reform after everything with Colin Kaepernick over the last few years. Um, So a lot of people have been critical of Hove, and uh, him and Roger Goodell got on TV and officially announced it. What was that, I think, last night? Yeah, let me let y'all hear it. 
Yeah. Or maybe not. <laughs> yeah. You are not listening to the smooth sounds of Jay hitting buttons and none of them playing this shit on his phone. Yeah, well, I'll, um, I've dropped it in by now <laughs> on the audio. So. <laughs> no, but I do got a, a couple quotes right here. So Hove said that we forget that Collins' whole thing was to bring attention to social justice. In that case, this is a success. This is the next phase. <clears throat> there are two parts of protesting. You go outside and you protest, and then the company or the individual says, I hear you. What do we do next? For me, it's like action, an actionable item. What are we going to do with it? Everybody heard. We hear what you're saying. And everybody knows I agree with what you're saying uh, with regard to Kaepernick's underlying message. So what are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? Millions and millions of people help millions and millions of people or we get stuck on Colin not having a job. I got it. Here it goes. All right. Because uh, the question they asked yeah, in this yeah. one was, so if you went to the football game, would you kneel or would you stand? Yeah. Okay. I think we've passed kneeling. Yeah, I think it's time to go into uh, actionable items. I think everyone knows what the issue is. <laughs> and we're, we're done with that. We, 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 everyone knows what the issue you know what the issue is? You know why we were kneeling? Okay. Do you know the issue? Yeah. yeah. Do you know the issue? Yes. We all know the issue now. Okay. Next. What are we moving on next? And I'm not again. So to be clear, for the room, I'm not minimizing that part of it because that has to happen. That's a necessary part of the process. But now we all know what's going on. What are we going to do? How are we going to stop? Because the kneeling was not about a job. It was about injustice. Let me bring attention to injustice. Everyone's saying, how are you going forward? And Cap doesn't have a job. This wasn't about him having a job. So let's just start with those comments off the uh, off the clip you just played. How you feel about that, about the kneeling part of that? Um. I don't agree with Jay-Z. Um, and I don't think he agrees with himself. Um, I think he just mm. took two issues and merged them together. Yeah. And I think he's way more intelligent than that. Um, the reason I say that is, he said, why were we kneeling? Nigga, we weren't kneeling. NFL players were kneeling. Mm -hmm. I wasn't kneeling. I don't have a platform to kneel. NFL players would kneel. Yeah. I kneeled at a Lions game. I got booed. I didn't really enjoy that. Like, this nigga still right behind me and booed me, but whatever. I mean, so he's partially correct. Mm -hmm. Colin mm -hmm. Kaepernick took a knee to show the world, yeah. to bring attention to social injustice, police brutality. Police brutality, yep. That was Colin's issue, right? I'm cool with that. We had an issue with the NFL because of how they treated Colin after he did this peaceful protest. Mm -hmm. They blackballed him. They colluded to keep him out of the league. So much so that he sued them and he made it and they settled out and settled out of court. Sued him and, and won. And, and paid him out. Man. Our issue was never with the NFL and social justice. Our issue was that I don't want to support a company that will ostracize someone for doing a peaceful protest. Mm -hmm. So you know what? We're not going to fuck with you. We're not going to put our support around you. Yeah, Our stance, our protest was never kneeling. It yeah. wasn't about the NFL beefing up their social justice. The NFL ain't the police. Mm -hmm. They not the issue. 
at they wasn't the initial issue. Yeah. The issue became how y'all gonna do this to my man? Yeah. It was their response. Yeah. To what the issue was. Like yeah. all y'all got together and said because you did this because you quote unquote y'all changed the narrative to the flag and said hey because <laughs> you did this we not fucking with you no more Colin we don't want you yeah he had to sue them and right before discovery came out when all the evidence was gone they was like oh, we gonna settle this shit because it's gonna be some shit that come out in discovery yeah that's gonna look really really bad on us so we gonna pay you your money boom that's our issue Jay. So for him to say it was never about a job, it's 100% about a job. Yeah. Because you took his because he did a peaceful protest. Yeah. So for him to say, y'all know why we was kneeling, right? Who is we? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think. Who is uh, the we? Because like we know why we kneeling. No, black folks have always known. Yeah. It was, Kyler wasn't trying to tell black people that we get fucked up by the police. So if you're talking to white people and asking them, you know why they're kneeling, right? Well, how don't you, why don't you ask them, do you know why black people stop supporting the NFL? Because so, that was the issue. Right here on this podcast, This Week in Culture, whatever episode that was right after the Super Bowl, we got on here and basically I said, this is Ant, I said after the pictures came out with Hove, Meek Mill, and Robert Kraft, talking during Super Bowl week and blah 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 but they weren't at like NFL events though they were just talking and they was at a and they had a meeting and da-da. and I was like I don't like it I don't like I didn't like it then I ain't know what they were meeting about clearly this was probably it um this was probably that was probably the beginning of this uh happening they've been but, working on this for a year yeah so I didn't like it then and the reason I didn't like it then is because and it wasn't just Hov and Meek Mill. It was T.I. and it was Cardi B. And it was a lot of people. All who, these parties. All these parties that folks was performing at. Cardi B up there doing fucking uh, whatever her song is with Robert Kraft dancing and jigging and shit. And I was just like, yo, here's my thing. Because some shit I agree. At a certain point, I didn't know when these protests would be over. You know what I'm saying? Like, when what was going to be the resolution? What was going to end... People who had stopped watching the NFL, people who had stopped supporting the NFL, what was going to be like the thing that ended it? So I don't necessarily disagree with somebody stepping in and saying, okay, well, let's try to figure out how to work together to get them involved in social injustice, social reform, all that shit. Like, okay, cool. Somebody had to do it. I ain't know who it was going to be, when it was going to happen, but I didn't like how it had been happening. Why are we trying to get the NFL to address social... Social issues? No, that's not what we need. Yeah. We need... Like the issue is, we need you to address the fact that you ostracize and blackball yeah. somebody. A fire nigga. So so much so that after that first season, yeah. then you implemented a rule that says you mm-hmm. cannot protest during the national anthem. Yeah. So not only did you that wasn't a rule when yeah. Colin did it. So not only did you kick him out, ostracize him, mm-hmm. then you put in a rule in place so that no one else could do that. So then if you put wanna, it in place that if you are gonna kneel, stay backstage and don't come out. But if one of y'all don't come out, the whole team can't come out. And then it was players who was like, damn, like, yo, I support my team staying back there. But, like, I was in the Army. I was in the military. Yeah. I was like, I want to go out. And, and you start you start finding people. So, yeah, I yeah. don't need. And not just Colin Kaepernick. What was the other dude? Um, Eric, uh, Eric Reed. Eric Reed. So, because it was them two. It was them two to start all of this shit. And Eric Reed is still playing. Because Correct. he didn't become the face of this. He's still playing and he's still getting random drug tested mm-hmm. eleven times last yeah. year. Sixteen yep. times. Like he said he got he didn't got a drug test three times this yeah. year. Nigga, yeah. it's only 
a we week in the in. off season. We a week in. We're literally in the it's preseason now. The but first preseason yeah. game, you didn't got drugged randomly drug yeah, tested three, three times. times. Yeah, they trying to catch him slipping. We know what it is. Um, so and, like, and so it's shit like that that makes me look at this move with Hove. Because again, I know that Jay Z has been involved in social one hundred justice. Jay Z has done Crowder, it. Khalif Rock, Trayvon Martin, Trayvon they produced Martin, that. Uh, Thirteen, he was involved in that, helping Meek with his situation, helping Meek not only with, with the with the prison situation, but then helping him on the business end of things and getting him involved uh, over there in Rock Nation. So I, I'm not questioning Hove's motives with social injustice i'm questioning the move partnering with the nfl in the manner that he's doing because what are you doing last year you specifically jay-z were telling people not, not to, to fuck with the nfl you literally said you called travis scott and told him not to do that now now this year he's saying oh i did that so because he was gonna play second fiddle to maroon five so that's why i told him not because of the colin thing oh now you lying yeah and oh, we so, know that that's so, a lie. So we know that lying. that's a lie. You know what and I'm saying? So it's shit like that that makes me look at the move with a question mark. It over makes it. me also look at the move with a question mark because one year ago when you dropped Everything is Love, the mm-hmm. Carters, on mm-hmm. ape shit, like NFL don't need me. Well, they need, I don't need them. Y'all need me. Man. What happened in a year that now you Man. need the NFL? And that's, again, if you're going to announce a partnership with the NFL, if it's going to be, yo, here's what we're going to do. I don't need to hear, yo, I'm going to be involved in who's performing in the Super Bowl. I need to hear what you and the NFL are going to do about the racism that's happening in the NFL. Like, these is blatant racist moves. Racist moves. Like, when you sitting up there next to Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell that shit made me, that, is that a shit. clown amongst them NFL owners. All, them 30 white NFL owners don't give a fuck about Roger Goodell. That's just period. When, watching that media whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it press conference press conference yep. i did not look at jay as if he was sitting there in a position of power yeah he didn't look that way to me it looked like you were sitting next to your boss and um, you was taking all the heat while he was sitting there nodding his head every time you said something that that he liked and see that's the thing of course I, hove is going to take the heat in that in that situation because we already know we know about the nfl right we know they have racist league. We know they got racist owners. We know the Houston Texans owner is calling niggas slaves. Colin and shit. Kaepernick is not involved in this. Yeah, none, nigga. Even though he said so, he talked right. to him. No, 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 no. Because you just made me remember this. This is what really, again, it's question marks all over everything right now. I ain't questioning Hove's involvement in the shit he's done. No, shit, him no, and Beyonce's no, no. done. It's okay to. Question. I'm questioning this move. It ain't about what he's done. I'm questioning this move. Nigga, the fact that this was announced on the anniversary. Disrespectful. Of Kaepernick shit. Disrespectful. Like, come on, bro. The three-year anniversary of him taking a knee is the day that y'all want to announce like, this I, shit? That threw me off, bro. Like, fam, let's just say I'm okay with this, right? Uh-huh. Why would you want... No, nigga, we going to do this shit the day before, the day after. Why would you want do that on the anniversary of? That's some disrespectful shit. And so that's, that's the some, thing deliberately disrespectful shit that they didn't drug your ass into. You doing it on the anniversary of him taking a knee and then the first words out of your mouth is this was never about taking a knee. That's what I ain't like about it. I wasn't feeling it. So... And all you niggas is... (sighs) And here's the thing too. Here's something that I want people to understand about the NFL and them billionaires that run the NFL, because it ain't Roger Goodell. It's every single owner, all them white men. It's the reason we ain't never had a black fucking owner. It's the reason that if we do get a black owner, it might be one. It's the reason if we do get a black coach, it might be two. With the NFL, 
and how they run they shit and how they run they their their ship, how they drive that shit. Nobody black will ever really control what the NFL is doing. Like that's just a fact. It's a league that's been run by black players damn near since inception, and nobody black has ever really been in a big position of power within the NFL. Like that's just a fact. So them partnering with Hove is so they can look good and so they can get viewers back and so they can make people think that oh we're tight, like we're good. We ain't never gotta mention Colin Kaepernick yeah, again. Yeah, because now we got Hove. You've helped us. Man. You've helped us erase him. Man. You helped us get past this whole Colin Kaepernick situation, and you were allegedly a, a Colin supporter. Yeah, one of the most vocal Colin supporters. Allegedly. Yeah. You say you talked to him about this. You know what's funny, though? From my information that I read mm-hmm. on in Jameel Hill's uh, latest joint, Yeah, um, they had a conversation on afterwards, yeah. and it wasn't a good conversation. I'll I'll put it to you like this. Travis Scott said that he talked to Colin Kaepernick before performing at the Super Bowl, and Cap told him, go ahead. Cap and his girl came out and said, nigga, you's a motherfucking lie. That's not the combo we had. We talked, but we told you, nigga, you so much better than whatever the fuck they offering you to go do that little two minutes. And then Travis Scott went up there and literally performed two minutes. That nigga did... Uh, whatever him and Drake song was for two minutes and Maroon 5 came right back out and that was it. And Kaepernick told him, nigga, for what they're asking you to do, you're losing so much integrity by going up there to do that. Why would, what was the, what was the, why did Jay do this? He ain't need to. What's the payoff? He ain't need to. I don't get it. And so that's the thing. My thoughts on what the payoff is, it's just another money move, dog. And what it does in my mind, if it's a money move, because right now, Granted, they could surprise me and some shit could change with regard to how the NFL treats and responds to black players and black issues. But right now it looks like a money move. And if it's a money move, that's cheap on whole behalf. Like of all the shit he's been doing in the last like four or five years outside of music. It don't cost you nothing to not do this. This is cheap. This is cheap. This feel cheap. Am I? It costs you nothing. Pay me no mind. Nigga. You ain't have to pay the NFL no mind, dog. You didn't have to be the one to step in there and say, okay, let me partner with them. But so that's, again, that's what's throwing me off. Y'all ain't told me, y'all didn't told me about Super Bowls. Y'all didn't told me about events. Y'all didn't told me about like the, what is this doing for social awareness? So people keep saying, well, don't y'all want somebody Mm -mm. to have a seat at the table? Not Mm -mm. that somebody can do this. Nigga, y'all would do anything for a fucking seat at the table. I'll stand. I'm good. Yeah. I want it. So here's my thing. It's a, entertainment deal Man. he got rock nation some money move this is not a deal with rock nation sports some money move this is rock nation to for you to handle Man. the entertainment portion specifically the super bowl Man. and also to work with um work with them and the the, the come over platforms in different way so players can express themselves so you know what that sounds like okay we gonna bring your we're going to bring all the people who wasn't fucking with us. Yeah. Now we're going to bring the niggas back. Have you watching the Super Bowl in the halftime? Yeah. Also, we're going to give you some uh, we're going to give you some, uh, some some platforms where if somebody got something to say about social shit, y'all do that shit on Thursday at 630 in between yeah. this time. If you give me a designated protest zone, that's not a fucking protest. Yeah. That's not how that's not how it works. You don't tell me when I can discuss things because that the whole idea of a protest is for it to be. When it's inconvenient. 
Yeah. That's why it was so effective with Colin. I mean, protest by definition is to disrupt. Did you know that nothing's um, being disrupted right last now? Last week, uh, the U.S. Um, gold medalist for the fencing took a knee mm-hmm. while on the podium. Yeah. That's something that is outlawed in the, in where his backlash. What's up? He took a knee specifically for, <laughs> literally for police injustice. What's um what's shorty name uh on the soccer team the white chick with the pink hair I can't think her name she like the most like popular yeah, yeah, right yeah. still taking a knee took a knee all through the World Cup wasn't nobody saying shit all niggas was talking like about was Lindsay her sneakers or something, something. yeah and uh, she go with the other one and they just out here taking knees out this motherfucker and ain't nobody saying that they just was like oh she be wearing cold sneakers man, she got on all flights entertainment deal y'all keep telling me about having a season Super Bowl. Tell me how it's all about Super Bowl, bro. How have this addressed the fact that the NFL it doesn't colluded to keep him out of the league, and then you put in terminology that won't allow players to express themselves Fam. during the national anthem? Fam, if you own a music management company and you are hired by the NFL to produce the Super Bowl. This is a money move. Like, that's all it is. Like, there's nothing. You haven't told me one thing yet that says this is not about money. It's about integrity. You're showing me by literally Super Bowl entertainment events, money moves. These are all going to be now Rock Nation produced, which means Hove makes another couple fucking hundred million. And the NFL gets that fan base back that left. I just know. That's all it is. Just judging by my timeline. On uh, Facebook, on IG, on um, Twitter. Yeah. It just seemed like y'all not really about what y'all say y'all about. Y'all really about what's popular and most convenient. And that's cool, but I'm just ignoring you from here on out. I don't trust yeah. you. I mean, we've said on this podcast time and time again, um, I don't I, I don't believe these protesters. I don't. Well, hey, man, I'm with Floyd. Nigga, we about to go to Gucci. I'm finna go to Gucci because y'all niggas ain't. No, nobody really care. And that's that's my thing. Everybody is about what's hot right now. Once it ain't hot no more, we forget about it. It's kind of funny. I've been looking on the timeline, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, folks jumped in on this whole shit like, oh, I don't know how to feel about Jay-Z. But you know what? I just, I like that somebody stepped up. and But what did he step up to do? He stepped up and made some money. He stepped up and made some bread. That was it. Mm-hmm. I don't, and that's what I didn't understand. Like, what did he step up to do? But, uh, yeah, man. You, 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 you collecting money from, you collecting bags from bags you told other people to turn down. Yep. So Yep. Literally, and this wasn't even a year ago with the Travis Scott shit. Fam, this was February. This was February, dog. And y'all was, yeah, we talked to him. We tried to da-da-da-da. Cardi and, B didn't perform at the Super Bowl because of this, specifically. That's what they wanted this this past yeah. February. Even if she lost me when I seen her up there fucking bank head bouncing with Robert Kraft, though. Like, I never... Because that just... Again, all that shit we talked about leading up to Super Bowl, that whole week, when Hov and Meek was sitting at the table with Robert Kraft, and they was shaking hands and smiling and laughing and cracking up, I said, I ain't like, I ain't like Robert Kraft jumping on Meek Dick from when he got out of prison. Just the final thing, though. Hey. I just want everybody to remember that Colin Kaepernick... Still ain't got a sued the NFL for collusion, meaning they conspired to keep him out of the league specifically based on the fact that he did this protest. Yep. He sued them. 
They settled out of court and gave him money for it. How did Jay-Z executive producing halftime shows address that? It didn't. And that's the thing. You don't feed me shit and tell me a steak, nigga. Like, it's not, bro. I know that's y'all man's. Y'all, y'all worship the nigga. Y'all call him Hova. Y'all literally <laughs> call him Jay Hova. Like, y'all think that shit funny. Y'all think that shit cute. You can like his rap song you want, but, like, at some point, like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe them niggas surprised me, but maybe they had state property performance at Super Bowl. I don't know. Bring Petey Crack back. I might talk to you. I ain't watched the shit the last two years. Uh Oh, something we ain't mentioned last week on the pod, which I don't know how we ain't mentioned it because it's literally sitting dead in my phone, but... For everybody who's been asking, Snowfall Seasons 1 and 2 are now available on Hulu. You can go watch those. They are up there. Please go get caught up. I know a lot of people who have not only been catching up on the show, but they now feel comfortable enough to catch up with the pod. Yeah. Um, I know we had lost a couple people because they ain't want to get into Snowfall Season 3 without catching 1 and 2. So... One and two are available. Go check it out. Please, please, please. Uh, speaking of Jay-Z, Jay-Z and Will Smith will be producing a uh, an Emmett Till story on ABC about his mother. It's going to be about Mammy Till Mobley. Uh, I think ABC has like a show that's <clears throat> centered around like women behind like different movements or whatever and jay-z and will smith will be producing the episode about emmett till's mom so uh make sure y'all check that out but hope still partnering with the nfl uh dave Chappelle, new stand-up coming got about a, a week and a half till we see that august 26th dave Chappelle is back on netflix i'm ready I'm he getting it. another bag i think it's a beautiful time they for said it. it's his fifth on netflix yeah what, 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 what so he had you remember he had two and two like two dropped when he first first came back out and then two more dropped oh i guess that yeah. was two yeah and it was like like them other two dropped like four months down the road or whatever yeah so this is number five man Dave getting that bag. Uh, I hope they're still in talks with Eddie Murphy. 70 mil? Yeah, yeah. I, One I, special? I, I really want that to happen. I watched uh, Raw and Delirious the other day. I watched Raw not that long ago. Um, I don't even know where my Delirious because I got Delirious on VHS. They I don't on, know where uh, I said. Well, you can watch them on YouTube, but they also yeah. on Netflix and shit too. So. Mm. Oh, yeah. He definitely getting that back. Also, man. I don't know if you saw the trailer for... Dolomite. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was going to run right into that. So, speaking of the dog, Eddie Murphy, he will be playing Dolomite, man. Rudy Ray Moore. What y'all know about Rudy Ray Moore, man? Uh, it's going to be Eddie Murphy, Mike Epps, Craig Robinson, whole bunch of just T. awesome T.I. in there. Yeah, some great black actors, great black personalities will be a part of this. It's the story of Rudy Ray Moore. What did um, T.I. say about Jay-Z? He always got something to say about everything fucking else. I don't know, because Hove is man's. So, I don't know. He might be with this. Because T.I. was also right there at the damn Super Bowl parties. But he was saying, no, nah, this ain't sponsored by the NFL. This Diddy party. Diddy was at home. <laughs> like he, This, this Pepsi party. He was just trying to blame man. niggas. I tell you. This dude say Palooza. I was, bitch. All right. <laughs> so... But, yeah, man, I don't know. T.I. probably with it. Uh, but, yeah, Dolomite, that will be coming out later this fall. Dave Chappelle comes out August 26th. And I'm going to remind y'all because I just want to keep it at the top of y'all mind. 
next week, Sunday. Power is back. We got to figure out what we doing August 25th, bro. That can't just be a regular episode, nigga. Uh, well, shit, we can record that. We Sunday. we might gotta. It's gonna it's gonna drop probably that Saturday or something, right? Yeah. So I get back from uh from Tennessee. I'm be in Tennessee. Oh yeah, next week the pod gonna be late. So don't yell at me, cuss Jay out. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> um, I don't care. But I get back from Tennessee Saturday afternoon. Power drops Sunday night. Probably be available at midnight. So look, this is what we'll do then. You already know we both gonna watch it at midnight Saturday off top because that's just what we do. We come up here when Sunday. You leave, then? I leave Wednesday morning, so we could give them a little something on Tuesday if you want to do that, and then come. Oh, shit, no, what you call ain't gonna be on till Wednesday night. So what I was thinking, I got thoughts. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what I was thinking on the flight, but I got some thoughts. I will say we get right. these niggas a whole ass banger on Sunday because I'm like, it should already be on at midnight. Yeah. It's like just two, the first hour, snowfall, snowfall second hour, June. power, and. Both of them hours is probably going to be about an hour and a half anyway, nigga, because Snowfall seemed like they finally turned the corner. We're going to get into it in a minute. But, yeah, next week y'all going to get bars. They're just going to be late bars. But shout out to Power coming back, nigga. We've been waiting a long time, you know bro. I might, I might split both of them up but drop them on the same day. <sighs> y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready for episodes on episodes on episodes. Oh, real quick, I just saw this on the gram and thought it was funny because it relates to the culture. <laughs> If you don't, uh, in Uno, you know, Uno uh, social media page be like really hitting you with bars. <laughs> if you don't have a card to play, you only have to pick up one card from the top of the deck. You do not have to keep picking until you pull the color. Not in my motherfucking house, nigga. <laughs> TF? I, fan. <laughs> Dog, I read that and was like, wait. So I be on Twitter and shit, right? <laughs> every day. You be arguing with the Uno niggas? No, every day niggas be hoeing the fuck out of Uno, nigga. They be retweeting <laughs> the hoeing the fuck out of Uno, dog. Like, you can't stack a uh, draw two. Yeah. Nigga, oh, I seen that. You can't yes, stack a draw two or can. draw four. Yes, Bitch. the fuck you First can. of all, I'm going to ruin a nigga evening. So when I was out of town for my family reunion and yeah. shit, one table got the spade players. Another table mm-hmm. got um Uno. Mm-hmm. So we do play that stack shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So- at some point, like it'd be like eight draw fours, yeah. and like if you who the next person got on you, boom, 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 and then it's just we playing spades. All you hear is ah, ah, ah. fam. All them draw tools to stack up, like boom, boom, like you gotta draw twenty two cards, fam. Dog, Uno the new dice game. Facts. Uno will get you killed out here, nigga. I will lit, shoot dog. the shit out of you, bro. Um, our girl back, Lena Waith. She uh she inked a deal with Amazon. This is actually old news, but I forgot to report it, so I'm reporting it now. She has an overall deal with Amazon, so I'm assuming that she's probably going to start transitioning away from Showtime. This kind of leads more into the shy season three being the last season, because I'm thinking all Lean Away oh, they projects. Got, they got Rio for four. Get the fuck out of here. Oh no, that that was uh Snowfall that I seen it got. Oh, okay, yeah, four. yeah. Snowfall got season four. I was about to say, I know they ain't get a shot at season four. Hell no. But I'm thinking that with this Amazon deal, this is probably gonna be her last minute on Showtime. Like from here. Ain't nobody watching Amazon like that. So <laughs> I, that might be a little tr- one, Amazon got some shows. I'm gonna tell you a couple of their shows they got. What's on so there. crazy? Everybody got Amazon Prime. Yeah. And, but don't nobody know that. Don't nobody watch that shit. Amazon got a couple shows, but uh Here's what I'm thinking she oh, doing. I have to see if my one show on. What's that? The shit with uh the Tom Clancy shit. Uh, mm. With old boy from the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit fire. But it was like eight episodes. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn, I thought they had like a like ten to twelve. Damn. What's the well, name that's disappointing. Uh, but no. So here's what I think Lena Waithe is doing. I think she saw, uh, what's our girls? Both of the black women that got all the shows. Yeah. I think she saw them, uh, Ava DuVernay and then Jack Ryan, Shonda Rhimes. Yeah, Jack Ryan. Uh, Shonda Rhimes and Ava DuVernay did their Netflix deals. And I think Lena looked at that like, wait, I need to get into streaming. I need to have all my shit on a streaming platform. And she probably looked at Amazon like, hmm, with Netflix about to lose all the shows that they're finna lose. Netflix is probably going to be on the down slope. Let me get on something that's at least still like developing and trying to figure that out. So she probably got a little more freedom over there on Amazon. But yeah, Lena got a little overall deal with Amazon. And hopefully she got some shit coming up where niggas ain't doing drugs no more. Um, Let's get into this Blackberry letter real quick, dog. Cause cool, this shit cool. was funny. Hold on. Let me make sure I ain't got nothing else. All right, yeah, Blackberry Letters. So one of the homies wrote this anonymously, and he wanted me to make sure it stayed anonymous because apparently he think niggas know him and his girl. So he said, uh, yo, <laughs> how do you tell the woman that you're dating that you don't need to see her every day? Dot, dot, dot. Need or want to see her every day. Every day she want to be up under a nigga. And it's starting to get annoying as fuck. I need some space. How do you communicate that without seeming like a bad guy? It's too late, fam. I don't like when niggas reach out to us for certain shit because I don't want to give you like my answer answer. I mean, and honestly, the yeah. real answer is too late. I mean, if you plan on continuing to date her, it's too late. The reason, so I did this before. Yeah. I fucked up. Telling her she was doing too much. No, 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 no. Like, when I was like 18, 19 years old, mm-hmm. like we was together like every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then that became the norm. So then when I wasn't around, it was always an issue. Gotcha. Why ain't you here? Why did I like to the point where she trying to fucking my off you trying to dictate my off days. But yeah. like once you set the expectation that I'm gonna see you every single day. You can't come out of that. Yeah, it's yeah. There's, there's no subtle way to come out of that. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like it's either gonna be a direct conversation or it's too late. Yeah. So he said the woman you're dating, which could be taken as maybe y'all aren't official. Yeah. Um, and with questions like this, you got to like really pay attention to language and shit. So if it's somebody you're dating, y'all ain't official. I think it might be a very slight piece of room to say it, but I don't know how to say because it. it's no indirect way to say it. It's no like subtle way to you're literally telling somebody, I don't want to spend as much time with you as we be spending, but so I like, like you though. So it's like, uh, so what? After one of y'all get off work, you the other one hit the other one up, like, what you, I'm about to come through. I'm like, uh, yeah. I ain't really feeling too well. I'm just going to chill. And I, it's a couple I'll catch things. Up with you tomorrow. Man, I had a rough day. I just want to sit down and drink a brew, chill out, maybe play the video game, go to bed, man. I'm going to catch you tomorrow. Whatever he do, he has to be assertive in it, right? Like, Because you're not telling her necessarily that you don't want to spend that much time. You're just kind of telling her you need a day. So I think if she sees you do that maybe like once a week. You know what this person's birthday is? What they sign is? Nah. Mm -hmm. Nah. But this sound like every sign, nigga. <laughs> Y'all already know how I feel. But uh, no, I, I think that that's a good approach, though. Like, kind of 
letting her know like yo man i'm tired i had a rough day or it's been a rough week and kind of like pick a day every week where you just pull that move off and you do it kind of smooth like hey man one of the fellas going through something we about to have a little guys night or whatever because what you don't want to do is start lying yeah and making up shit oh i was here i was here i was here and you really not yeah because when you get caught in a lie it's gonna like well why ain't you you know what i'm saying be like look and what you don't want to do, nigga, I'm going to just be frank. If you want to continue dating this woman, you don't want to say, I would like to spend less time together because I need some space. Like, that just, that will never come off. When you say it like that, it will never come off smoothly. Um, But I feel like it's a couple pieces of information that I'm missing here that might help me with my answer. Maybe you don't like her that much. One, that's true. Two, are y'all fucking? Because if y'all not fucking, oh, you, gotta get away from you may be like, fam, like, why you all over me? Without the pussy on me, nigga. Like you ain't. Pu- oh man, one of my homegirls said we say pussy too much on this show, and it's wild because I know you say said pussy it. too much. Yeah, that's number three, Damn. right there. Like, no, no and it's crazy because I ain't even know we said pussy like that. I mean, either. And now it's like shit, we pussy crazy, nigga. I don't yeah. know, but so yeah, I got a steam like uh, where I like she gonna be my ass. I by like the way. what I up, like, Jane? I like making uh, nice girls say bad words. <laughs> Uh, it's a thing like this it, nigga Jay kinky <laughs> y'all talking to kinky Jay right shit. now cause girls don't like saying that word all the time it's always yeah. a cute word for it but yeah. I like say it yeah. <laughs> say that again just say it for me this nigga Jay <laughs> Jay be calling the motherfucker uh, up at 1am like hey say pussy <laughs> she like what you oh, so shit. silly I'm gonna do a whole podcast if it's gonna be called nice girls saying bad words <laughs> that nigga Matter of fact, it's a, is that an ASR? What, what's that word? What's that shit where people listen to sounds and shit? ASMR? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Is that the acronym? I don't fucking know. The weird but niggas that be here. I know what you're saying. Listen to niggas chew and do yeah. weird shit. Which is fucking disgusting. I'm just going to have a I whole, hate I'm a whole fucking album just nice girl voices saying nasty words and shit. <laughs> Jay about to do a fucking playlist. <laughs> Just random voices saying pussy and shit. Uh, but yeah, sorry, Gene. I don't know how to reduce the pussy count on this episode, but I try to stop saying pussy. I didn't realize we said it that much. I didn't she said it, and then now I'm just like, now okay. I'm trying to think back. Like, when did we say that? Shit? The messed up part is, I wish she wouldn't tell me because now <laughs> <laughs> this whole snowfall review about to be about. Now pussy. we got a pussy counter and shit. <laughs> well, yeah, no, we're at minimum. We need to 11. hit twenty. We have, we have uh, yeah. right now. So, uh, anyway, no. Nah, so, pussy fall. I mean, snowfall. You um, straight up pussy, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> That's the San Andreas. You know, I seen <laughs> CJ. Oh, shit. Where? Like, I didn't. <laughs> where? I didn't know he was a real person, but he's a real person. <laughs> yeah. And I guess Grand Theft Auto Five is also made off a real person. Yeah. He the nigga that knocked Ice Cube out mm-hmm. to the West. <laughs> so, I was watching a documentary <laughs> on him, and then, like, CJ showed up. He was like, y'all see him? And when he said something, I'm like, nigga, that's CJ. <laughs> but really, though, it was like some random, you know how it was always a nigga on the street talking shit? Yeah. Why? This one part, he was like, you straight up puss, CJ. Like, <laughs> like why is y'all holding him while he walking down the street? Oh, man. Anyway. All right. Well, we gonna, we gonna up the pussy right on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, we about to get big. Yeah, dog. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey man, but uh no dog. So back to the Blackberry letter, man. Real talk. I feel like if they fucking that might have something to do with it. If they fucking and she not great, that all could right, also have something all right, to do check with it. Alright, fine. For, forget it. Listen. Bars. Um you're just gonna have to have a conversation with her. Yeah. Because if you can't communicate, the relationship is gonna be doomed. From, from the, the from the rip. So not like yeah. a conversation as in like, look, man, I hate how you be. Yeah. Like, hey. 
Um, I don't know how long y'all been dating or whatever, but like, I just want to give you a little heads up about our, our love languages yeah, and yeah. how we kind of interact. I ain't a touch nigga. Like, like, I really appreciate spending time with you and everything, but yeah. sometimes I want to be able to miss you. You know what I'm saying? If I see you every day, I don't get a chance to miss you. So, Monday, Wednesday, Friday hey. is your day. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But just have a conversation with her. If you care about her and if y'all can communicate, then like, that would be it. Don't lie to her. You know what I'm saying? Making up shit like, well, you know, I had a doctor's appointment. Yeah. Like, nigga, just be real. No, fuck that. Put it on the love language. Chicks do whatever the love language tell you, dog. Like, if you say your love language ain't touched, she'll never <laughs> touch you ever again, nigga. I promise. Like, yeah, I'm going to start lying to chicks about my love language. I need to add another one, man. No, I ain't. Hey, babe. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I would have got away with it if it wasn't for these special kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, oh, I Scooby Dooed myself. <laughs> Jay just pulled the mask off. <laughs> we starting this episode with mask off, nigga. Man. And you ain't gonna get it till uh the 45, 46 minute mark. But uh no nah, man, I feel like with that love language shit, like you gotta lie with it. And like when a chick asks you, just say your language is whatever you want her to do. Like <laughs> gifts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like dick touch. I mean touch. Um, you know, not talking. Like that's my favorite love language. Dick touch my love language of music. I was dead ass serious though. Yeah. Even though that's not on the list. Yeah. No, fuck that list. But First I was dead ass serious and shit. Fam, I know I got a funny look back, but I was dead ass serious. I know two chicks who I used to date that legit like they live off the love language. Like within like two fucking dates, they both sent me that little test. <laughs> and I said, ma'am, listen, man. Don't send me no links, man. Miss me with this the, virus, fam. Me and this woman was living together and shit. And, uh-huh. and um you know, we was having a we wasn't having no problems, but hey. we was having problems. Hey. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what that looked like. And she came on with the with the list and shit. Hey. And that shit sat on the table for like a, hey. a week and a half. And I, I took that shit with an like attitude. She <laughs> <laughs> love like an angry motherfucker. <laughs> right. I finally came around to it and shit. But like, you know, it was relative. It was relatively no, all I, of them. Shit, I don't know. So I've I've taken it a few different times. Mine be pretty accurate. It's yeah, just like sure. you know it. it don't whatever man just don't tell me what to do i don't like shit that tell me what to do and i don't like shit that like dictates how you start acting like fam don't let this piece of paper with these six yeah. questions on there start making you all weird and shit now you like oh he need to be told uh words of affirmation every day so now every three hey, minutes you like <laughs> i'm cool with the kids yo, you know what i'm saying yo <laughs> don't ever come up to me and say hey king <laughs> Babe, I'm telling you right <laughs> oh, now. Shit. Don't know. I hate when I see chicks dog. This girl, she every time she write me on the uh, like on the gram or like Facebook or something, she always start same thing. Hey King or Hi King. And then that's like it's like she's saluting. And I be wanting to be and like for a long time I did I did greet everybody like Peace King. You know yeah, what I'm no, saying? No, no. If she was giving me like some fucking uh five percenter vibes yeah. with it, then that's cool. But saying You know the vibes. Sometimes. Yeah. Nigga, <laughs> when you coming at me like hi King, I'll be like, uh, uh, uh <laughs> I'm like, hi, pauper. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really know how to say anything else. So what you want, nigga. But yeah, um, I don't know. Just tell her straight up. Like, hey man, I need to have a beer and just kind of be by myself. It's or so, it's 
It's some people that you want to see all the time. She, that's a fact. She, she, she don't sound like one of them. <laughs> I ain't never seen her, and I guarantee I don't want to now after this fucking letter. Not every day. Yeah. <laughs> she might just be the head bitch, though. Something, and that might be. But when you when you say a woman that you're dating, like, you don't really. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like at a certain point when you're dating, you should want to see them every day. Because, like, that's what marriage is. That's. I need niggas to understand that marriage. Like when you married, you, you gonna have or when you live with somebody, fam. Like I, I gotta see you every day, fam. I live with somebody I used to work with. Not oh my god, it was like a like, <laughs> nigga. Y'all was born together. <laughs> <laughs> nigga it shared was, a womb. Golly, no, I don't like. No, no, I can't do it. Um, and you know what I'm thinking too. Like I. Marriage, you're going to see that person every day. You're going to talk every day. So you probably want to get used to that when you're starting to date somebody seriously. But here's the thing. When you married or when you're living together, yo, if you want to pull up in the driveway and sit in your car for an hour before you go in the fucking house, you're well within your right to do that and get your little, like, because that's your time, right? Damn, that'd be sad. What? If I had to sit in my driveway for a fucking hour... Cause I had to prepare myself to go in here and deal with your <laughs> with your annoying ass. Oh, uh, fam, I've been doing that since Ooh, I was fifteen. Shit. When I fucking like back in high school, I used to come home from school, pull up and just park and sit there. And I wish like smartphones was out back then, cause I'd watch the whole season of Snowfall back then, bro. Like, was like I mean I I like being around people who like like funny and shit and yeah. like like I interact with like hey. so. I'm gonna get some jokes when we you know what I'm saying when around hey. like. I, it's it's okay sometimes. And that's fam, like but I'm kinda nigga like so listen. I want times like, well, I could want you over here. I but just realized I'm purping. <laughs> when the last time a nigga was purping, bro? That shit even matter. <laughs> that shit don't that shit only matter with like lower it it, nigga, it only matters with non designer brands. Seventh grade Anna is really mad at me right now. <laughs> but uh nigga purping. Damn, I forgot what I was going. Oh shit, my bad. Um, you were saying uh, you like funny people and like you like being around. Yeah, but oh, so so it's somebody a situation where like you know you can come over and I want you here, but like don't talk to me. <laughs> 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 like I don't want to talk to you. So I just want to be. I want to be alone. Yeah, be silent. You can be here. Yeah, but I don't. We don't gotta say nothing. And that's the thing. I'm never telling you to not be alive. Like <laughs> you could for sure be sitting here alive. But if we could sit here in silence for a minute, if I could sit here and like rock with my podcast on my AirPods, man, that used to be in another in this in the past relationship. Yeah, like used to hate that shit. Like, yeah. why ain't you talking? Man, like I'm good. Like I'm yeah. on my laps. I'm, I'm doing I'm my just thing. Don't chill. I yeah. want you chilling. You know. You know what it's like. You remember that scene and <laughs> uh, just got to reach over, grab her titty, grab a boo every yeah. couple. You know what I'm saying? But then like, like oh, you know, boy. Okay. All right, I'm back to the laptop. <laughs> I'm watching porn right now. <laughs> Literally on the other end of the couch, looking at <laughs> look at that porn, grabbing a real titty and shit <laughs> with some pussy on that end of the couch. <laughs> You just yeah. looking at the porn, bitch. Just like I do not want this pussy down oh, there, man. bro. God, but I be doing that. Like I'll <laughs> sit on the couch, and my phone be about to die, and my charger right there within reach, and I just don't feel like reaching for it. So it's the same thing. Duh, if if I wasn't lazy, I would literally listen to this whole episode and do a pussy counter. And <laughs> oh man, and do it uh, <laughs> like a bing. <laughs> now I'm about to do a, a ding every time we. Hey hear. man, but no, nah, I I just feel like yo, if she not giving you the pussy. 
I didn't even have a point. <laughs> all, Yo, right, man, all right, man. Yeah. Let's get into Snowfall, yeah. dog. Because, um, hey, bro, just to wrap that up, don't listen to this shit we just told you. <laughs> Tell <laughs> the truth. Tell her the truth uh, or lie. I don't give a fuck. Don't I don't lie, go Don't her. lie to her. Have a conversation with lie. her. Lie. And, you know, if y'all can't communicate, cut your losses. Hey, this ant. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a happy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, bro! You want to be happy or what, nigga? You want to die? I don't know, nigga. <laughs> lie, <laughs> and then die with the lie, nigga. Oh, I'm, nigga, so I'm <laughs> listen, nigga. <laughs> the lie is I'm gonna lie forever. Okay, I'm about to be single by um, Friday afternoon, <laughs> nigga. Uh, I'm dying with the lie, fam. Yo, all right. So we about to get into episode six of Snowfall, and before we get into the review, I just want to thank everybody who didn't tell me that I was going to be right than a motherfucker when I told you niggas episode one. Nigga, I did not take you on purpose, though. Because I wanted to, I wanted to, Whoa. I wanted to wait until you got on the podcast Damn. so I can officially Damn. say that you were 100% Yo. correct. Damn. I was wrong. We not going to Spellman. We doing crack, nigga. Crack, rock, crack, rock. Yo, Frank Ocean opening up the pod now. Frank Ocean is pussy, so Rena Bell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, dog, real talk, real talk. Um, you got you you called it. That shit, was, man. and so oh, shout out to my homie Rach, yo, uh, Rach, what up, blood? She hit me the other day and was listening, and she hit me with a motherfucking bomb off of that, off of that prediction that she would be uh, the crackhead. She said, "Oh, I meant to ask you." Do you remember the first scene of episode one when the crackhead was hanging out the drug dealer's car, got dragged by the car, and then Andre ran up on her, and all she wanted to do was hit the pipe? She said, I think that was his daughter in the future, and it was some foreshadowing. Like, that wasn't like a mm. current day. That was like down the road, like, yo, your daughter's strung out and you ain't seen her in a minute. And she was like, go back to that episode and look at his face when she turned over. I'm about to look at and it. And I was like, that was... Literally right now from yeah. the DirecTV Now app. And um, on my DVR, I'm about yeah. to look at this year. She right, said, I right think now. that was a bit of foreshadowing, dog. And I was like, use a Whoa, genius bars, dog. And even if it wasn't like his daughter, it was still some foreshadowing there, whether it was like her or not. Like... So you mean to tell me I got episode six, five, four, three, and two on my DVR, but <laughs> this not nigga one? nigga don't got one. <laughs> Oh man, we are up here having a ball right now. But uh yeah, so I was right, dude. And I'm just I'm not normally a nigga that likes to tell you when I'm right. But whoo Oh, never mind. Here I go. That was a bold prediction right there, yeah, it boy. Was, dog. I can't lie. You, I, you was right. Um we about to find out in a couple. We're gonna keep going, yeah, but we yeah, about to find out yeah, in a second. No, nah, he finna pull that up. But um, yeah, so if y'all haven't caught it already, Melody. Oh, shout out to everybody who told me last week that her name wasn't Mallory. I don't really <laughs> care when I'm wrong. That's the thing. This ain't called the name show, so bro. You know what's so funny, dog? Like when I be watching this show, I'll be a hundred percent into it, mm-hmm. intent, all the details and shit. Yeah. 
When we get up here, nigga, all that shit be leaving. Fem. I just be so happy to talk about this shit that Jay. names and shit be leaving me. I'm going to start letting you like look at my notes that I take. Like My notes is so official. And what's funny, every time I called her Mallory, the name Melody was sitting <laughs> right here in my phone. We get on the pod and I'm freestyling. I don't look at my phone to freestyle, bro. I'm not you new school niggas. I come up here and give you bars at Funk Flex Show. Yeah. All Hot 97. You got it up? Uh, it's going through this little preview. Oh, shit. okay, okay. Yeah, so Jay pulling up right now just to kind of review that beginning scene. But yeah, man, so Melody is officially on crack. Crack is back. Um, and I couldn't have been happier about it. So, well, I am a little... Con- when did she become all hoey? The fam, Melody taking all types of pipes. Bell me, nigga. <laughs> she taking the pipe to the pussy. Pussy bell. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'm, like She giving me, like, preacher daughter vibes so like, now. Season one, season yeah. two, I got, like... Extremely good girl. Yeah. Like, then, even, like, when her and Franklin had slept together or made out, whatever they used to do season one and two, it always felt like, yeah, she's, like, the super good girl in the neighborhood that nobody else could ever bag, but her and Franklin grew up together, so she cared yeah. about him on a different level on some loving basketball shit. I never knew she was letting every nigga rock. Damn. Then she started sniffing coke. And like, that, But that was... That was the one, bro. When we seen her pull that baggie out, I swear, it just something in my mind landed on. She is never going to go to college, bro. Mm-hmm. It just hit me in my system because I'm like, look at the look at the juxtaposition between cocaine and crack and what we know cocaine transitioned into in the black community yeah it started out as the rich drug and it was the rich drug and nobody had access but she comes from a good middle class home she had access to that coke but boy when crack is around you all day every day because everybody she was hanging with ain't from the middle class sniffing coke right she hanging with niggas that got affected by crack and i knew it was gonna hit her directly but because like crack at this particular point, we don't know that crack is crack. It was still intriguing at this point. The same way you niggas is out here intrigued by funny weed names and shit. And y'all think all this weed is great when really you don't know. You probably sniffing something laced, but whatever. Or smoking something laced. But yeah, at this point in her life, she doesn't know what crack is. And she hasn't been exposed to like Wanda's. And the other couple crackheads we've seen on the show so far. She don't know them. She looked and um, was like, damn, look at this high. Man. All right, here, go. She, here she go. So is that her? No. Or it's just a light-skinned, curly head chick? Yeah, that's not her. Yeah. Oh, All right, it ain't that? her. But it's definitely some foreshadowing there. Because he yeah. might be looking he at her while. Like, hey. hey. He might be looking at her while thinking it's Melody. Yeah, that's not her. Like, look at, look at his face, though, when she roll over. She still got her feet out the window right now. Oh, she went a, a whole block this nigga before run, she dropped out this that window. This nigga running like he was in a... And get out. Get out, yeah. So, look, here she go. Oh, yeah, that ain't her. Look at Andre. Wait. Hold up. She kind of had her eyes. Nigga, that look. is her. That's her. That's her. Rage, my nigga, Rage. Shout out to you, homie. That's Melody, bro. Nigga. That's Melody, bro. If that's not her, then the makeup is... That's her. Bro, Melody turned out. Wow. Now I want to play uh, the whispers Olivia lost and turned out around this mug. 
Wow. Fam. That foreshadowing crazy, bro. Wow. Yo, John Singleton, rest in peace. You was in your big bag with that one, dog. You know what? What's good? They going to show that on the last episode. It's going to come back. That's why they said the last episode was so, it's so crazy. so yeah. good. Wow. Fam. Melody out here turned out, Shout bro. Out to rage. Woo! Yeah, when she, cause she at first she was hitting me to say like, "This is y'all calling, like y'all killing this shit." I'm cracking up, and then we got to talking about the show, and that's when she was like, "I meant to tell you this theory," cause she was like, "Yo, theory that she ain't gonna make the spell and she gonna be a crackhead." She was like, "Go back to that first episode, bro. I think that was his daughter," and I said, "Damn, like really?" And she was like. It could just be foreshadowing, but I wonder if they plan because when she first was leaning into the car, that wasn't yeah, her. Yeah, but when she just turned over, just right when we just if seen he, that, that was definitely her yeah, face. Whatever, that was demise, nigga. Like I know how Melody yeah, look at this and point. Yeah, and shit like boom. But like yeah. at first, it wasn't. But like yeah. I wonder if that was like did he? See he could his, be having a vision. Like, like he seen her, his daughter in her. Yeah, or that was just. Or because we gonna find out too, like through the next four episodes. Damn, it's only four left. But we gonna find out over the next four episodes what her transition into using crack does to her and her dad. Because it looked like she hit it. She she was a hit. Oh no, she quick fam. All right, so I was just I literally was just texting my girl about it because she was like, "How was the episode?" She ain't watched it yet. And I said, "Yo, the episode was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, We gonna get into the rest of the episode in a minute." But that final scene when she hit that pipe and her eyes bug out on some emoji shit, fam, I, I've never, whoever filmed that, that was so beautiful in the, like, yeah. ugliest moment. Yeah, yeah That 100%. was filmed so beautiful. Dog, the way they closed up, closed in on her eyes, dog, and you saw her hit that, and then that People high hit, woo! I said, they in they big bag, And what's so crazy, then she did that little smile smirk, yep. and that moment That's right that moment. there, is what they chasing for the rest she gone. of their life. She gone. She is gone. We are never going to see Melody the real Melody again. She is out of there. Y'all remember Wanda last season was fine and thick hanging with Leon. See, that's what I don't get, though, because she know what happened to Wanda. But do she, though? Yeah, nigga, that was Leon girl. They was friends. Her and Wanda was cool. Everybody was cool. But she might not even have seen Wanda since Wanda disappeared like that. You Man, know what I'm saying? They live in the neighborhood, nigga. If, oh, and Wanda, like, everybody know that Wanda fucking Franklin here. and them didn't know where Wanda was at, though. You Listen, feel me? I, think I, I know what you saying, but, and you also got to think, too, though, with Melody, even if she kind of seen the results of this, she not eat. She's still coming from a more structured, like, this, the rest of them niggas come you from You was this. regular. Yeah. You start smoking this shit, and now you this. Yeah. Like, nigga, you in college. You about to go to Spelman, bitch. You not dumb. Yeah. But look at this, though. Look at how many niggas... Not that we necessarily personally know, but look how many niggas we know who pop pills and who do all that other like stupid shit that niggas do for no reason. Just the niggas drinking lean. Niggas, oh, niggas been having Pimp C died how many years ago? And niggas still was drinking lean. Oh, and now Ross and Wayne can't even fly because they're having seizures every time they get on the plane. Like, come on, bro. This shit been out there. The, the information been out there. We seen the results. Shit, wow. But y'all think y'all can't die. That's the problem. Niggas think they can't die out here. And niggas think they can't be a crackhead. You can be a crackhead. There's a lot of crackheads out there. Facts. Like, that's, I've seen some of the coolest niggas on the planet turn crackhead and never come back. So, yeah, man. And uh, we, I'm very interested to see what happens with Melody now. Because that shit kind of 
it so it really it I want to say we cracked it, but we did it was cracked on the show. It was cracked but on the show. Crack <laughs> I yeah, wish this, I could take this, care. This, I wish I could take credit for that, but I can't. This crack entendre right now <laughs> is hilarious, nigga. <laughs> we in our big bag, nigga. I'm, yeah, dog. But look, this is what's kind of blowing my mind too, because it's the two parter. We said she was gonna become a crackhead, and she was never gonna go to Spelman. Them setting up their road trip, her and her dad. What is her like? Does she ever even go back home now? Because now looking you see at the that preview, first, no. Because again, that FX app don't show the preview. I don't know why. Well, let me tell you what happened in the preview. Then. Okay, okay. So in the preview for next week, uh, she goes home. Yeah, she steals the keys, and everybody's looking for her. <sighs> and gone. they roll up to Frank. Everybody's looking for her. She gone. Um, dad does initially find her. Wait a minute. This bitch is in the same fucking outfit from the preview that she was. That she was in on that, on the uh, ground with a gray hoodie on? Yes. Wow. And Franken was, they asked Franken like, well, I don't know why everybody think I know where she at. Yeah. (laughs) With his little accent. He probably sold to her. And he went, and she went around and she she, she stole her dad's keys and shit. Of course. Um, she went to the drug dealer nigga like how much rock you got can I get some more like she already fiend out oh she gone but that's all dog every crackhead I've ever talked to and yes I've talked to a lot of crackheads every nigga I know who's ever strung out said that first hit is all you needed you're done after that cause you searching for that high it's the like nigga my uncle told me it's the greatest high I've ever had in my life I probably think it's probably like and I don't know. Yeah. I'm never gonna smoke crack. Yeah. But the first time a nigga Maybe. Bust, I don't know. First time I got a nigga going on. bust a nut. Yeah. As a clearly that shit gotta be cracking yeah. us. Cause yeah. for the rest of our lives, we, we still searching for a nut. For that another motherfucker. And here's nut. what's wild. The first time a nigga ever bust a nut, you never thought in your life you could bust a bad nut. Till you had a bad nut and you was like, that wasn't even. That no shit good was nut. normal as fuck. And that was weak as fuck. Get these Cheerios. But that <laughs> first one, nigga, I lost my back. You ever lost your back, nigga? Yes. I, nigga. We all had the first nut. That first nut, I fell down, nigga. I said, oh, shit. And that was from me. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone the first nigga. one when you were in the stroke. Dog, the first one in the stroke, I thought that bitch has shot me, nigga. Because it's some shit like, oh, I, I, what the what fuck What is, is happening this? to my... I'm numb. Yeah. I'm numb. So, yeah, if you akin that... And, yes, I just used akin. <laughs> if you akin that to... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got to start recording late night more often, nigga. <laughs> we going to have... If you akin that to, uh, to the first time you get that crack high... I can only imagine how difficult it is to to stop. Yeah. Because you're under the impression that you can get that again. Because I can't stop. Yeah. No. <laughs> it, it, it I'm, fam, I'm never going to stop nothing. Oh, the good, man. the bad, the ugly, nigga. The ones where I had a lot of water and it's kind of thinner. Nigga said, you busting out once a day, you don't get prostate cancer, so. Oh, shit, game on, nigga. <laughs> I'm just trying Challenge to Challenge accepted. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep myself uh, in, good, in good health. Babe, if you're listening to this, I'm on the way. Uh, I'm already there by the time you hear right, this man, spot. So let's, let's get to the All right, episode. so let's get to the episode, man. How did uh, this episode start? Uh, I'm trying to remember, like, the beginning part. I think it started with the white boys. I mean, with the white with the white folks. I think I think it even started with like the Mexicans or some shit. 
Did something happen with the? Because it was a lot going on. Fuck it, I can't remember how it started. So let's, let's just talk about all this shit. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of ain't into it, but I'm interested in. Sorry, no, it's time out. What's I'm good? Sorry, I gotta go back. What's good? This makes me right again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, clearly, me and Jay are not uh, <laughs> humble about being right, nigga. <laughs> remember, I was like, why is this nigga so concerned? With the crack shit, right? Yeah. I'm like, it can't be because he was riding down the street and just seeing a lady cracked out. Like, yeah. you don't care about the fucking yeah. neighborhood that when fucking your much. daughter become a crackhead. You know what I'm saying? So that first scene, we yeah. all we thought he was just riding through the neighborhood and seeing it, like, yeah. and like it was like his first time. Like, yeah. all this was always about his daughter, yeah. not because she was a crackhead, but yeah. it was because Franklin was fucking your daughter. You too close to this crack. Yeah, like all this yeah. whole thing was your beef was Franklin probably yeah. wasn't even about the drugs. It was about him messing with your daughter yeah. and the drugs because now you've seen what it do to people and you don't want her to get hooked because she's easily influenced. Like this was always yeah. about your daughter. I just knew it wasn't about that first scene. Yeah. I'm like, because that, like, I don't like how that premise was, but now it wasn't about to that To bring first that scene. first scene back Ooh, up, shit. that's a bar. Like, that, we just might have got the world's first, like, television bar. Like, this, that's a filmed bar, nigga. I started to bring in cameras and record today, too. This would have been This would have been fire on the content. Well, this is, this is definitely going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> big bars, nigga. But, uh, Damn, that's that's a mind blowing thing, dog. Like to go back and look at that scene now, because it was funny when she said, "Like, look at his face when she turned over." It gave you a whole like I had a chill, nigga. I was like, "Whoa!" When you just showed me that, and I was like, "No, that is melody." Yeah. Like, whoo, goosebump on a nigga, dog. And uh, you know what's so funny? Hmm. This shit may not that may happen next week. Yeah, because he's looking. That for might her. be the end of next week's episode or some shit. Like. Cause now that I think about it, because they, you know, they they were doing f- quick flashes, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And there was a, a a flash where she was sitting on a curb, yeah, in those clothes, Crackhead. with somebody else. So he was going around the city yeah. looking for her, yeah. and he found her, and that's why he was running so fucking fast, yeah, because he just found her, yeah. And that scene maybe next week, fam. She out here crackheading, and he already paid for Spelman. God. Damn it, get your money back. You know what I thought when she was talking about that Spellman shit he might what? pay? I'm like, nigga, Franklin gave me the money for Spellman already. I thought <laughs> that's where she was going to go. Yeah. Like, I got the 30 grand right now. First of all, how long is the summer? Because I feel like they've been saying this fucking week, I'm taking you to school. First, she was going to live with her aunt for a month. Now, it's, oh, school don't start for three weeks. What, what's going on? Black Eye for how long? <laughs> if that's the case. They ain't got no stakes. Put a stake on that motherfucker. But uh, anyway. all right, so something that I'm starting to become intrigued by, and I've I'm a I'm a give it I'm only giving it credit because I've hated on it. So I can be a man who says like outwardly that yeah I'm kind of into it now. This shit with Reed and his and his lady, yeah. it's intriguing. And I didn't think them bringing his lady back in would like draw me into their storyline, but it does because we know she playing both sides. We know that she's very much so. So I watched last week's episode again. Yeah. I don't know that she playing both sides. You don't think so? I uh, feel like she might be, bro. She told that. She, remember, she was like. When they was at the bar, she met up with Dog. Yeah. Yeah. But while she was talking to Reed or Teddy or everyone yeah. called a nigga, he kept saying, you can't burn my assets, right? And she mm-hmm. kept saying, she was like, so you think if you keep telling me, I'm actually going to pay attention yeah. to you? Yeah. So like, hey, I'm going to do what I want to. And yeah. I told you that shit. And I'm in the position of, fam, you're rogue right now. 
You're trying to build a case to get back. Because at first in I'm the thinking like, oh, the she on the low with it, but no, she definitely told a nigga like, so you keep saying you like, think I'm, I'm gonna do actually, my job. I'm actually gonna listen to you. So, so you know what's kind of blowing my mind right now too, uh, and another thing that's drawing me into a storyline now that he revealed to her or it got revealed to her um, that old girl is dead. Yeah. Like I feel like now she probably she so she about to do a Franklin Mama right she about to have to pick a fork in the road and go left or right she either finna go all the way in with Reed and See, let yeah. him do his illegal let's shit let's talk about these let's people. let's get into it so with that situation yeah I don't think that she minds per se that the person got killed yeah he was just so nonchalant about it yeah while she was all like oh my god nigga she got he killed. looked he like, like he still wanted to eat dinner and she was like shot like yeah it's okay yeah. The, the the agency not involved in it. Fam, did you peep how he worded it? That nigga said, hey, because he ain't tell her she got killed while me and you was banging in the uh, jungle off mushrooms, nigga. He ain't mentioned that part. He was just like, yo, I made a decision. I kind of left her alone. I thought some shit was going to be cool. It wasn't cool. My bad. She ended up dead. Like, but we not exposed if that's what you asking me. And she was looking like, fam, like have a heart. Like you ain't even, but again, I think he was trying to have a heart by not telling her it was wild me and you was high off shrooms in the jungle. So if you want to really discuss it, like I was with you when that happened, but I needed to be two players at the same time. We need to go meet the connect. And that's what we had to do. I sent her to do some shit with me and, it ain't work out, dog. Um, and low key, he did what he had to do. Hey, we gotta hide that body, fam. I am still moving very clandestine right now. So if that body would have found all this shit shut yeah, down, this whole sh- and Reed going to prison off top because the government ain't like it's not enough of a case here right now for Plausible them. Possible deniability works. Hey, we had no us. idea what. Uh, Reed Thompson was doing nigga. If that's that nigga name, they hit us with six more names this episode. Well, Reed but, uh, Thompson is the fake name. Teddy is the his real, real name. Okay, okay, okay. You right, you right. Uh, so then the other part of their storyline has me intrigued too. Them and that little Colombian white looking dude. Yeah. So they bought him his club, and it was a different club than the one he wanted, but it was something that she was able to pull some strings and go get right away. So they bought it cash, went in there. Do you think they actually bought that club? I mean, she said they bought it cash, and then she made the comment to Reed, like, yo, we own this club, right? And they went up there and fucked in the top. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I would assume. I, for, for whatever reason, uh, like, I thought that they was running some game on my yeah, man. Initially, when they walked in, I thought they were telling him, we're going to get you this club. Like, how, sort of like letting them fill it out. Like, like how hey, you like this one? I'm like, do you got to connect, though, who know a nigga who own the club? Because we going to act like we own this shit. Yeah. Yeah, this is our club, fam. And yep. then. Soon as we get this case over, y'all ass going to prison anyway. Let's get in here. Let's get a VIP section, make it look like something, and then I get this uh, crack back. But nah, she said, yo, we bought that bitch cash. And then when she made that statement that it was theirs, I'm like, oh shit, maybe they did. But um, and we know how that government shit works. I think she also going to fuck everything up. I could see that. Um, Because she not, she not a field agent. She was way too comfortable snoring that coke. No, that's not what I'm talking about. No, no, no. I'm just throwing that out there that Facts. she did that line like she wasn't even prompted. That was just on the table, and she was like, they "Oh her shit!" Blend in, but made when, it beautiful when old boy mentioned the DA lady. Yeah, she froze up, and yeah. her body language changed up. Like, yeah. you shouldn't be acting like that. Yeah, like S- stay in. I'll snort a line of coke mode. Whatever you was in in that mode, stay right there. Because yeah. now it looks like why you so like yeah. 
Like, why you ain't like that? Is that your coworker? Why that like, threw you off? Why you threw you off? And, like, we know that that was done to show us that yeah. on purpose because yeah. it's an actor. You know yeah. what I'm mean? So, like, yeah. you wanted to show us something. Yeah. And uh, the little Colombian dude, he won a bone. He told her, like, yo, you know, you come fuck with me. Leave that square ass nigga Reed alone or whatever. Like, come rock with a real Colombian nigga. I'm just waiting for Reed to grow up here. Like, even if you don't got yeah. him front like it. Like, listen, yeah. fam. Uh, like you, you keep you keep home in real yeah. life. Like, and not only that, but like he told dog, like, yo, I figured you could pay me back half of what we paid for this club, which would be seven hundred thousand. But he was like, I'm gonna let you have that. Like, just make sure the drops start back up. And I'm like, fam, y'all didn't drop one point four on a club, and you're not gonna make him pay you back. Like, I mean, it's with free money though. I know it's free money, but what I'm looking at is. Where the fuck it, is they getting the drugs from? Well, not where they getting it from. But yeah. Like, are they paying money for the drugs? I guess they paying dog for the like they paying him to hit his Colombian connect, and then his Colombian connects dropping it off in Mexico. Oh no! So the Colombian giving him cocaine. Yeah, and he giving them guns. Yeah, that was the swap out yeah. when they met out in the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like. Because like, cause you need money to front all these yeah. drugs. So yeah. he, he basically but getting if we shit swapping, for free. Yeah. And we financing your war. Yeah. So you give me the drugs. I sell that shit. Give you some gun. All right. And then we bought you a club. But the whole thing with the club, I just didn't like that he said, like, I ain't going to make you pay me half. Like, fam, like, boss up on this nigga one time. Like, tell him something to do. Like, I don't know. I just, he getting ran over a little bit. And dog is such a wild card because you could kind of tell he's, like, not yeah. stable. And he seemed like he pretty much high all the time. So I'm like, I'm curious what he going to do. I was also kind of intrigued about when old girl met up with the guy about the DEA agent. She like, my agent never came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, all we know was a guy named Reed Thompson. So I think that guy, um, and it was funny, I remembered him once he came back on screen. Like, oh shit, he was working with old girl. Like, I remember all their scenes together when they was in the little trap house and all that. And I said, yo... He's going to be a reason that everything falls. He's going to help blow this up like unknowingly. He's just going to do his own trying to figure out what happened to her, trying to figure out if she did or not, trying to find her body, trying to. He's going to do his own shit and he's going to figure out that Reed ain't who Reed probably was made out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, He's going to learn who Reed really is. He probably going to learn that old girl is Reed's wife and didn't say it and then really feel betrayed. So he's gonna be somebody in this episode because you could tell by how passionate he was like, during that my scene. Own. This is my yeah. She gone. She tried to say her little last statement. That nigga said, "Do your fucking job." She gone because I went to her house and it looked like somebody made it look like she yeah. was on on a take and yeah. she wasn't. Yeah, and he said like it looked like she ran. I know for a fact she ain't run. Like she ain't no runner, dog. That ain't what she do. So runner. And- Hey, pussy. <laughs> but um, uh, what else was going down? Oh man, so all right. Speaking of growing up here, I don't know if Franklin is growing up here with regards to Avi, or if he's fronting like he's growing up here, and Avi low key don't believe that he's really growing up here. Like I can't, I don't know where, like where they lying right now. No, so I think I think Franklin with the shits. I'm hoping he's with the shits because. Avi's still really from this for a long day. That was one thing Avi said that I like. Like, fam, I was doing this well before you came to me and got that first little bag of fucking coke you got from me, that little pound. So But yes, he is he is and, definitely cute, yeah. but 
I think he got a little. There's a little fear of the unknown with yeah, Frank. Because I don't know how good you are. Man. You're kind of scaring me yeah. because you 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 moving really fast. I'm going to keep it real. I was shocked when Franklin pulled a strap. So if if you're thinking about being Avi, if you're thinking from his shoes, you're probably shocked that he pulled the strap. Like, yeah. oh, I thought this was my man. And I like that Franklin said, like, yo, I ain't that little kid that pulled up on you. But I got to pull the strap on Yeah. Because. Because you also trying to take advantage of me. Because, nigga, you tried to rob me before. Yep. I looked out for you. Yeah. Because you put me on. You got me in the game. Now, you ain't giving me my fucking money when you said yeah. you was going to give me my fucking money. Now, it's like, a oh, couple of weeks. Yeah. That uh, can't bleed, can't get blood from the stone. Like, man. Nigga. Man. Up the strap. What the fuck my money? I need at? blood from your head, dog. You know what I'm saying? Um, but so kind of going back to that, I think we might have said it on the show. I can't remember, but I definitely thought it, and I think it more now. Mm, Franklin, normally when a nigga try to rob you, he gotta die right there. You let that, and I get why you let that nigga. I I get it. It's an opportunity for him to sort of. I guess regain your trust, but also you helping out a nigga who helped you out at one point in time. So it's kind of like, all right, nigga, now we square as fuck. But I'm also flexing my power by telling you I'm dictating the terms. I'm dictating the interest in you paying me back. In both of these scenarios, um, Franklin did the same thing. Yeah. Whereas I upped upped the stakes on you because I really needed something from you. Yeah. So now when I ask you for something, it feels like you owe me. So yeah. I did this whole little pistol shit with you yeah. and everything because I really needed you to go yeah. get the information about Teddy Reed Thompson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now you feel like you owe me, and now I'm gonna can cost me three weeks of interest or some shit like that. But, but you, you and your, so what, what I also liked is I stunned on you in front of your people. Yeah, because they need everybody to know. pulled the strap too. Yeah, like so my now, crew held your crew up. Yeah, so now it's established. I told you if my crew find out about this shit, what I would have to do, Yeah. now they know. Yeah. And now your crew know that I'm not fucking playing with y'all because I upped the strap on all y'all. And then I told you to tell your people to stand down. Yeah. So now everybody's on the same page. Now I'm backing everybody into a corner saying like, listen, you already know what time it is next time. I can't, I, yeah. I, I can get you two strikes. But, so kind of taking it back to when they went to Havana or wherever the fuck they went, when they went on the trip, um... When it was revealed that he was about to rob you, like his plan was to rob you and possibly pay you back uh, before you ever realized that he had took the money in the first place. His crew was also there when Franklin told him, hey, nigga, that was never going to happen. Like, I'm controlling this. Here go the terms. You want to borrow this money. Boom, boom, boom. His crew saw that happen. Yeah. Uh, but you, his and, crew saw him peaceful. Yeah. I need your crew to yeah. show I'm not fucking with you. But Franklin did one thing in both scenarios, too. He didn't hit the nigga. Like at a certain point, you gotta, you can't up the strap. You can't threaten the nigga if you're not gonna act on it. And right now, you did two things that maybe Avi, being the the dope nigga Avi is, might be looking at you like he really never gonna like mm. snap on me. But think about Leon might remember. Think about when they what they said before they got in the car. Yeah. He was like, "How many?" He was like, "Nigga," he said, "Be prepared to shoot everybody in yeah. there." Yeah. But and I didn't even know where they was going. So when they was having that talk, because they had just finished talking about Melody getting jumped. Yeah. I thought they was finna run up on old girl fam who jumped him because the the cousin that got arrested that caused her to beat up Melody was working for Franklin. Yeah. So I thought they was finna run over there Me like, too. hey fam, nigga, I know you was working for us. 
But your cousin and whooped on my girl, so I gotta bust your head. So keep thinking, keep keep that in mind. Yeah. So before going in there with Ivy, yeah. nigga was like, nigga, we be prepared to let yeah. everybody go. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know. I'm watching right now, but just kind of thinking from Ivy's shoes again. Like he probably looking at it like, yo, I got nine lives with this cat because I keep violating in a major way. But so far, he ain't acted on the threats. He like, man, I'm kind of scared of how quickly you go into. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he said, you, I, you acting out of, I fear who you're becoming. That's what he said. And that's why I think Avi don't necessarily know because, like, you could quickly become yeah. the most murderous fear because everybody yeah. don't start off that way. Yeah, that's a fact. Well, sometimes, fact. You know, well, usually, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, but usually the know. leader in most of these cases, like the leader of like the top drug regimes so for ever, example, was always chill. Uh, freeway. Yeah, yep. Wasn't a violent dude like that. At all. You know what I'm saying? Also, this is why I understand John Singleton now. Mm -hmm. This is why I understand why this not called the Freeway Rick story. Yeah. Because it's no longer the Freeway Rick story. Yeah. Like, so if I already knew in my brain. It's hooking a left. This ain't the same story, fam. Yeah. It's kind of based upon, like, well, nigga, we we all know, well, if we're going to do crack in the 80s, like, in this neighborhood, it's you gonna be kind of have to loosely base it around that. Yeah, yeah. like a young black kid. In yeah. the, you know what I'm saying? But like, this not freeway story no more. Yeah, like at all. So let's kind of touch on uh, what was going on with Franklin and his parents. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so Franklin, well, his mom and dad. First of all, as soon as we see his mom, she's smoking weed. Yeah, <laughs> which I was like, oh, Avon Boxdale, mom's back in the facts. She she went to go see uh, Jam and Jerome. Nigga got her little tree smoking that reef. Yeah, man. So she out on the back porch smoking some weed, and uh, Franklin dad come out there, and she like, oh, you know, my bad. She put it out. He said, don't put it out on my account. Like, I just wanted to make sure you was all right. She like, yeah, but I got to tell you something about Franklin, man. So whatever she exactly told him they didn't show but the next scene we see them in they didn't page franklin over to the house he come in like what's going on y'all page me 911 y'all straight and his dad just started giving him a history lesson like yo when i was with the panthers you remember your cousin jack or my cousin jack so his mom basically told him reed is working for the government yeah yeah um and pops is scared now cuz working with the panthers being a panther he know how deep shit gets when the government is communicating with one of y'all. Mm-hmm. One of y'all who they claim not to like. One of y'all who they claim not to be uh, one to work with. Once they start actively communicating with you and working with you and having you do shit for them, you're officially a target at that point. Um, and you're you're vulnerable. I really like this episode. I thought this episode was great. It uncovered a lot. And in a part about, I don't know, five to six minutes when we get there in the conversation, yeah. I'm going to explain what it really uncovered. Yeah. So um, go ahead. And I'm going to just put it like this. This episode was so good, I didn't mind the white people or the Mexicans. So yeah. that's how good this one was. But uh, so his pop started telling him a little history lesson. He said, yo, you remember Cousin Jack? He like, yeah. And Cousin Jack got killed. Y'all was both Panthers. He like, yeah. He like, he was a federal informant. And... Franklin like what he was a snitch like y'all knew he was a snitch and pops was like yeah man like he like how you get killed government use him they spit him up and they kick him out he's trying to warn Franklin right now that fam however deep you're into it with Reed right now no but Reed need me 
No, he don't. He need me. No, he don't. Yo, I don't remember if it was this scene or if it was Franklin hit. Why he always called him Reed Thompson? First and last name. Was that what he Because one of the scenes on this episode, he hit so hard with the accent that I got up and left my hotel last <laughs> night, bro. No, Reed Thompson needs me. Dog, like, I couldn't do it. Like, that nigga accent be going crazy. But uh, his pops was basically warning him. He like, dog, if this dude really is working with the U.S. government, nigga, you are at risk, bro. Like, you see all these niggas in the streets coming. You yeah. got all this shit. You gonna yeah. never see the federal government. He said, coming. you can see these street niggas coming from a mile away because you built for that. This government shit, I could tell by how naive you talking to me about this nigga right now. And the fact you sitting here telling me that a nigga that works for the U.S. government is funneling crack to you. Shout out to Franklin. Because this nigga 18 years old. Enterprise, nigga. This motherfucker smart. Enterprise, bro. And ain't been to school in forever. I don't think we ever seen him in school, nigga. And well, no, he was a smart. Was he? Remember in the first season? In the first season, yep. yeah. He was in school, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. And then after that, it's been he Because he would go yep. over to the porn crib yep. after school. Yep. All right, you right, you right. Yeah, dog. Um, Franklin is, and that's the thing. It's kind of like the old cliche thing that they always say about like niggas that's in the street, drug dealers, gang members. Like, dog, you a natural born leader. You could have done anything in the world and you did that. We seeing it. Well, in real life, if you're a natural born leader and you're smart, you can do enterprise and business. This is the best business for you to be in. Hey. Like, what other business could you possibly be in that's going to make this amount of money? Hitler was a natural born leader, nigga. So, look, he found all this information out. Yeah. Nigga go straight to the motherfucking uh, shrine on the Black Madonna. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he from the city of Detroit. Yeah. You know what that is. We but know. He go to the hood uh, <laughs> library and um, read the spook by, who sat by the door. Yeah. Uh, Which we didn't talk about on this show before. I don't know if y'all ever read the book. Go read it. If y'all saw the movie, um, at least, that came out like 1976, 75 or so. Yeah. Um, great Mentally, movie. yeah. I watched it about 10 years ago. Great fucking movie. So he got all this extra stuff and he started doing this, trying to like, okay, if the federal government is that smart, <laughs> let me find out about these niggas yeah. and what, they, what they've done to us and COINTELPRO and- Yeah. Which is crazy that they talk about COINTELPRO in 84 and like i don't know that i guess they knew yeah but like i think they knew so it's one of them like they knew and didn't know yeah they may have known what it was they may have known who was involved they had no clue how How deep it ran yeah and how it was impacting them directly like fam it's literally in your back door and you have no clue um which is by design obviously but uh so he goes in there and he started doing his research because he's trying to figure out exactly what happened with Cousin Jack. Well, this is before. He went twice. Oh, before the scene. Because, yeah, this, the first time he went, he got spooked by the door and she had brought him some cake and a little, okay, okay, okay. He just right. wanted to know what's up with the federal government, yeah. how they be infiltrating. Yeah. I need to know how these niggas he work right. and how they right. move and how they Because she a former Panther, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. She like, yo, tell your daddy, like, we miss him over here. Like, yeah, okay, okay. Um. So he, they do all that shit, right? Yep. Then they move to Jammin' Jerome's, mm. and he won't. Uh, you know, Jerome he getting his he getting his shit. Jerome back. getting his strength back. He over there doing his push ups and shit. Uh, I'm weak as fuck. As soon as I saw that shit, I was like, when this go off, I'm gonna knock out a little twenty seven <laughs> feet up. Uh, so Jerome over there chilling, and Leon and Franklin talking off to the side. Uh, when Franklin walk in, and Leon getting some work done on his car, or whatever, whatever. And Franklin like, yo, Jerome, I need to holler at you. Let's go in the back. So we take him back there. And we called this too. 
we we be right when we be right. But uh, he go in the back with Jerome and he asked him like, "Yo, I was wondering if you'll let me store some of the work here." Face was like, nigga, I don't. Fam, Jerome looks so motherfucking pissed, like, dog. Nigga, I told you I want to get out. I game. literally just told you a week ago, after I got beat up by the fucking cops to half to death, I'm trying to get away from this. I don't want to do this. I want this place clean. Yeah, See, this nigga, is my only thing. Nigga dog. say, nigga, they just ran in my motherfucking house and raided it. They know I. You think they won't raid my business? But Franklin made a good counterpoint. He said, yo, right now with Andre suspended. They ain't doing shit. You got cases pending on the LAPD. Yeah. So they not touching your business right now. Temporary. So he said, I want to temporarily store some of the work here. And Jerome looked at him like, temporary, nigga. Like, I'm with it, but make sure you don't go overboard, dog. So he start asking Jerome about Uncle Jack. Yeah. Oh, your daddy brother or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. You got to ask. Him about that. Like, we heard, dad about we heard that. rumors and shit like that. Yeah, because he was like, did you know he was a snitch? He like, yeah, we heard rumors, but shit, nigga. Probably hear rumors about everybody, dog. He was like, so what happened when he got killed? You got to ask your dad about that, nigga. So we go back to dad. Well, he go back to the- Well, he went back to the library to go. That's when he did the research on the second time. And he asked her- uh, Basically, how to find out about like murders and shit, and yeah. she was like, "Yo, the only paper covering the murders was the L.A. Sentinel." So he go through all the paperwork, 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 and then he find one. Bam! Uh, Black Panther Party member killed by a single bullet to the head. No gun found or some shit. Yeah. So he like, well, damn, that's strange. You how know? you shoot yourself? It ain't no gun, man. So he like, hmm. So we go back to talk to pops and like pops. I thought the nigga would have went down in a hell, in a hell of gun gunfire. Fire. Yeah, you telling me the feds killed him? Like, I'm. He probably at that point is thinking how most of the Black Panthers got killed back in the day that got killed by the cops. So stop, man. Fred Hampton type shit. So stop. This is why I like the writing on this show. Okay, because this explains a lot. Yeah. Um. Ultimately, this was his brother. Yep. And his brother got turned by the feds, and it, they told all the Back Panthers, yep. this is what he did. He'd been doing this. After they didn't need him no more, they turned on him, what, what they always do. Yeah. And they wanted to beat him and torture him for everything. Yeah. He couldn't let that happen. So he went over there. And he killed him. He killed his own brother out of mercy. Mm-hmm. Right. I ain't going to let you get beat up and tortured and did dirty in the street. That's why he's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. That drove him to be an alcoholic. Drank himself to death. And or half to death. That's when, when he said that, that's when the mom grabbed his hand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this why Because I knew, because she grabbed his hand before he got into the meat of that story and they did the flashback. Because you knew, and I knew literally in that moment, that's what he was about to say. That's why you so open to taking him back and you mm-hmm. always loved him because, you know, he just wasn't out here being a drunk. Yeah. This because he you knew that he had to take his own brother's life to save his own brother. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Because the fact is, his brother was going to die regardless. Yeah. His brother was going to die one of three ways. Either die or go to prison. Facts. And but, he was definitely going to die. And that's, so again, he was going to die one of three ways. He was going to die by the hands of other Black Panthers for being a snitch. And be tortured. And be tortured by them. Or he was going to be tortured by the feds. Or, you know what? Mercy kill, cause you my brother and I love you, and, and I'm, you still was wrong. Yeah, and you, cause you, hey nigga, I'm one of the niggas you snitched on. 
Low key. But think about having to deal with the fact that you had to kill your own brother. Fam, you can't deal with that mentally. You will go ahead and start picking up some vices. You will start drinking. You will start doing drugs. Like and um so he thought Franklin was gonna be like so he had to ask him, like, so so you did this? Well, you know, son, like Yeah. Gave him like "Eh." And he said, I don't need no. all that. I, you did what you needed to do. You did what do. you had to do. And I think that let him at ease. And that probably clicked in Franklin's head like, now all this shit makes he sense. He understand a lot more about his dad. Like, now I yeah. know why you wasn't there. You now ain't I the whole ass the nigga I thought you were for two and a half seasons. You've been battling demons. Yeah. A real one. And not just the demons from the alcohol. Yeah. No, you looked your little brother in the eye and you killed him. Because you had to. Mm. Or you would have had to deal with the fact that he died and you didn't do nothing about it. So it was really, nigga, what demon you want to live with? Or they was gonna kill did, did did he say that they told him to do it? Or did he do it by himself? No, he said they told him they were going to torture okay. him. Yeah. So he knew what it was gonna be. And that's the thing, his brother was never going to stay alive. Again, either the other Panthers would have killed him and tortured him, the feds would have did it. I had to do it. Cause it's my bro, and I'm not gonna let him go out like that. Yeah. But it was it was literally like, what type of regret do you want? Do you want the regret of not saving him from these other niggas doing him dirty? Or you want the regret from the fact you killed him? Um, crazy. So then that, that com- acting was crazy. Yo, shout out to fucking Calvin from Paid in Full, bro. Yeah. He killing this role as his pops Stephen right now. Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Facts. And then they had a discussion like, well, that's why I don't want you. Like, but no. Yeah. This is why we not going to let this happen. Yeah. I got my mom. Yeah. Who's good in the books? I got my dad who's experiencing the Black Panther shit. Yeah. And I'm experiencing the street and all. Like, we about to beat the, we gonna flip this game. Yeah. We gonna win. And I'm rooting for the nigga. But, but I know. But I'm rooting for him because for the personality. Yeah. But for him to win, the, the community gotta be destroyed. Yeah. That's the fucked up thing about these type of shows, right? Because we'll get drawn into characters and we yeah. love these characters. And then when you see the real shit in real life, you will associate that character that you saw on television yeah. with somebody in real life. And then you think the real life person is not so bad. But in the real life, they destroy in the community. This not the movies and shit. You we know got, what's kind of crazy too? Uh just because one, we finna start back reviewing when it comes back, but two, closely related, just given that they selling drugs. When you think about a show like Power, yeah, and talking about being so like caught up and inundated in a character, nigga, we don't even really remember that ghost selling crack. Like this nigga selling dope throughout all of Metro New York. We never see any other. We don't the, see that the the crackheads or the yeah or the, the victims yeah. of the drugs. We just see yeah. their relationship. So down. we sitting up like niggas is making moral judgments on him cheating on his wife and on uh, him not being there for his child and uh, and it's like we've completely forgotten that he's ruined a community while I'm out here robbing, shooting, and killing, people. murdering people every episode. And we ain't even thinking about that. We like, oh, Tommy, crazy. Tommy, the most loyal. Ni-. No, Tommy's also ruining this community. Like, no, and it's crazy. Also a disloyal ass nigga. Yeah, I mean, he lost all his loyalty points like two seasons ago. But uh, so just kind of thinking that, like, we're rooting for Franklin to win because we want him to win, right? We want him to beat the government. We want him to beat Andre. But fam, look at what we rooting for. Because again, like you said, him winning means black people lose. That ain't a balance that I'm really like ready to. And what's so funny is, yeah, 
in the real world, let's, let's merge the fiction in the real world. Yeah. Franklin has directly impacted my life personally. Facts. Facts. Because like last week, he was like, we going to get this shit going to the, to Cleveland, Cincinnati, Detroit. Detroit. Yep. Yeah. It came yeah. here. And yeah. crack is what destroyed us. Yeah. Coke ran the 80s, but crack ran the early 90s. Facts. It d- introduced early, but like the early yeah. 90s was crack. That's Man. what destroyed us before and after crack, BC yeah. and AC. After crack, this is a whole different game. Fam. And it bred crackheads, right? But then it bred children who was raised by crackheads who never had that, that structure, right? Oh. So when they started doing whatever the fuck they wanted, then they raised children without no structure who did whatever the fuck they wanted, who had people around my age. And now the people around my age who having children who are here doing like it created a cycle. But kind of, and it's funny you just said it created a cycle because I was like, I was literally about to say the effect was secular, right? So let's not only look at it created crackheads, it created children bred by crackheads and and born of crack houses and kind of, but it also created other types of monsters. When you talk about the direct impact that it had, it created my dad. Yeah, my dad was robbing the dope niggas, and. He ended up doing a lot of time based on his crime because he saw these niggas getting so much money and he wanted that access. It created my granddad. My granddad and all his brothers were all in prison based on drug and prostitution charges. They had some hoes out here. They was doing their thing, whatever, whatever. But so many of them were crackheads. What's Franklin right hand name? Right hand man name. Um, Leon. Leon, yeah. right? It created Leons. Yeah. I don't sell drugs. Yeah. I'm an enforcer. I'm and that's what I do. I kill niggas. Yeah. I'm a hitman. Yep. I kill people. So y'all sell the drugs. These are drug robbers. Yeah. These are people who when you got a problem, I just go up there and I spray shit yeah. and I get my check. It's easy to do that. Yeah. Fam. And it's and that's it became literally Hitters were starting to be bred all over the place, right? So look, the drugs is Chrysler. Yep. And the the drug robbers and the the hitters and shit, them the them the <laughs> them the third party plants. Yeah. Them the manufacturers. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Like hey. but all of this shit is moving because you of You the Toledo plant, you the Warren plant, you the, the all that. You Johnson Control. Yeah. You, you the you the supplier who making You Mopar. Yeah. All that. Like it it so much was born Name of a, this one thing. I'm a know? mule. All I do is transport. Fam. Because we ain't driver. even... Granted, I don't really know what's happening with the Mexican dude right now, but I also feel like he about to kill another nigga, and that's pretty much all I need to know about him. But it's like you're creating... Like, the, the trickle-down effect is going down to niggas who aren't even smart enough to really be... All they are is muscle. And that's what that Mexican dude... Fam, you drive a truck, and you kill niggas that get in the way. Period. You saw the DA lady, you ain't like how she did your fam, you shot her in the back of the head. Like, you don't need, and it's like, fam, all that, a DEA lady is dead and melted in the forest somewhere because you ain't like how she betrayed you and her, you and your family when she was undercover. And that's all because of this crack and this cocaine and what that did ultimately, dog. Fam, and the messed up part, kind of reconnecting Reed to all of this. She only quit and started working for Reed directly or got fired or whatever happened with her. Because I remember that scene vaguely. But all that only happened because Reed blew her case, took Franklin out of prison when she had him on for murder. And it all just kind of ruined from there. Like, she had a bust. 
And all of this, yeah. all of this with Franklin and everything yeah. started because Reed wants a promotion at work. Yep. That's where it came from. The nigga wants a promotion at hey, work. It's a fact. And he was like, oh, I can revive this project that's hey. never going to work. Yep. I can find out a way to do it. 30 people, including his estranged wife, have told him, this ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. Don't do that. Like, we'll get out of another Come way back. Get... We'll, nigga, fam. I'll fund the war. We need to get this war off the road. Desk job. Come over here and sit down. Relax. And he pressed to the point that he said, I don't even need the government for real. I'll do it on my own. I have the connects. I put my brother in the way of this shit. My brother literally sat up here and faced pounds of coke. I'll take it. I'll take it a step further. He did it because he wanted a promotion at, at work. Yeah. And he wanted that promotion at work to make his life a little bit more stable so he can get back with his son and his daughter. And his, I mean, his and son his wife. and his wife. Yeah. So all this shit is her fault. All the problems <laughs> in the world lead back to a woman. No, I'm just saying. Y'all heard nigga, it here first by Jason nigga, Johnson. I seen a tweet that said all it took was he said Will Smith and um, what was the movie he he was in when he was by himself and shit. I am uh, I am I'm legend. legend. Yeah, he said Will Smith was living I don't know fifteen years by himself and all yeah. it took was twenty four hours for a woman to come into his life and he killed himself at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, he died at the end of the day yeah. after twenty four hours of meeting him and a white woman at that is what they said. <laughs> she was Hispanic. I'm gonna give her that. That kid was white though. Uh, Hispanics are uh, not black. It depends on where they come from. Right. And she Man. was the white version. She was the, the Spaniards was on her. Man, <laughs> she, she was Spanish. She wasn't Cuban. Yeah. Uh, but no, man, it's kind of funny. That's actually really fucking funny because I just looked at I Am Legend not too long ago. But uh, that was a great you acting You see the job. alternate enemies? Yeah. I've like, literally gone through all of them. He didn't have to die. He didn't die in some of them. Yeah. And it made you think, why did they go with that version? But... Right. Cause I'm like, fam, a nigga ain't gotta always die. Yeah, yeah. But then, had they kept him alive, I'd have been like, man, <laughs> a nigga ain't gotta always live. You kill that nigga. <laughs> but uh, no, dog. So it's it's kind of odd when you look at it like that. Like, yo, Reed Thompson, Teddy, whatever. You're actually the cause for everything that went wrong in Black America with regards to the drug infestation that hit in the 80s and early 90s. Like, So let me ask, do you think if Franklin wasn't there, right? Yeah. And let's just say the nigga that Reed or Teddy gave the work to was Man Boy. Do you think his spread is the same? We don't know enough about Man Boy yet to know if he's as smart as Franklin. Um, he seemed like he might have a little rage in him, he seemed like he might kind of go off the wall. I think he would have been more of a wild card. I think that it takes somebody really special to be able to pull off what Reed is pulling off. Like, you got to deal with somebody smart. Even somebody I'm like... Because, like, Reed could have picked anybody and gave yeah, him drugs. He, I don't think they would have been as successful. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you... Reed picking Franklin... Granted, I don't think that he knew that Franklin was this fucking brilliant with it. Who knew that Franklin was going to get in contact with yeah. Ivy? And then Franklin was going to... Here's the thing. All this started with Coke. Nobody anticipated Franklin going to Oakland and learning how to make crack. Yeah. That's where this changed. That's where it turned into, okay, now it's an epidemic. 
it went from something that we was trying to set up and maybe funnel and da 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 da. But y'all wasn't gonna be able to really funnel coke at coke prices through black neighborhoods the way y'all thought y'all were. But boy, when y'all once Franklin saw the money, so the Mexicans was very important though, extremely because they end up they had the, the recipe extremely. You know they, what I'm saying? They got the recipe and they also his old girl did the other Mexican lady. Yeah. No, wasn't she working at that bar? I don't think that was her. I feel like that was her working at the bar, and they just ain't never showed her again. Oh, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, like, she told them, like, because that's when uh, Teddy came to dog, like, yo, I need, the planes is down, I need a driver, and she was working at the bar, and I feel like she told dog, like, I ain't with this shit no more, so, nigga, you go do what you do, and give it to old fat lady, little Griselda looking motherfucker. But mm-hmm. I think that was her, but they haven't shown her again, so I don't know. Because he, he keep asking niggas, like, have y'all seen her? Like, if. Yeah, yeah. And shit, maybe she was. If that, that was, was, I thought that was like his new chick or something. I, just, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I don't, that Mexican connection still kind of loose. Um, like even whatever he trying to do with his brother and his family is kind of loose. Let's wrap up that shit up. Yeah. Uh, Why the fuck is your your bodyguard in a wheelchair? I mean, he said his brother was the shooter. I guess if he you in shooting a, from the wheelchair. Hey, I guess if you a shooter, nigga, shooter shoot. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna, nigga. Steph, Kevin Durant. Clay, I'm gonna pick a uh, a somebody walking. <laughs> pick somebody walking, because if, hey. if 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 Steph and Clay want to play, uh, me and another nigga, I'm picking me and the other nigga. If y'all playing in the wheelchairs, one hundred percent of the time, I don't give a fuck how shoot, bro. Fuck how good you are, Steph. And hey, his brother pulled the strap on him. And just to I'm let him know, for the nigga. brother to get up or some shit. Like, yeah, I'm I'm confused by that whole angle. But he bought them they house. Apparently, this ain't the house in San Francisco that he told him no. It's in Mexico, and uh, he said like, "Yo, y'all could live here till we figure out the crib in the U.S." Um, and he got the brother and his family there. But then the brother's current little boo thing, baby wife, mama baby said, moms, whatever. Take my kid out the country. I'm killing you. She said, "Yo, my baby dad wasn't with this move. Like my oldest." His daddy said, we can't go to Mexico, dog. So, dog said, okay, where he live? <laughs> I said, yo, this nigga got five lines of episode and got ten bodies. Hey, nigga, why you telling? <laughs> we selling drugs. Fuck is you telling? What the and fuck you, is trying you? To, you trying to move amicably through the courts. Like, you like, you hey, doing? babe, uh, I want you to know that we're going to get extradition and our son's going to. We're gonna figure out the. Let me give you the address to the crack spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're moving it? to Mexico so we can uh, move these pounds with Javier and uh, Migos and Quavos. Um, yeah, I don't know another Mexican name or that little plot, but uh, Leon I thought that shit was funny. Did ask ask Franklin something about uh. So when they was at Avi crib and Leon asked Avi about finding more information about Reed Thompson, Leon when they was back at Jam and Jerome's was like, yo. I heard you ask Avi about the connect. Like, what's up with that? Franklin was like, hey, I'm going to tell you, promise. Like, I don't know quite yet. Yeah. Or some shit. But when we figured out, I'm going to tell you, promise. And Leon gave him that look. So here's the thing. And we was kind of mentioning it with the man boy side of things. And I saw it in his face again. Leon be looking at him like, dog, I don't, similar to Tommy and Ghost. I know I'm the hitter. I know I'm the wild card. I know I'm the nigga that'll shoot a nigga whenever. But I don't like being left on the outside of the business moves, bro. Well, I get it why you feel that way, but Me. like, like let's be, understandably, let's keep it real. Like, nigga, I'm smarter than you. You got a Manny Fresh for I'm smarter than you. Can't do nothing with that. I move off of logic. You move off of no emotion. Yeah. And my position 
is a better position than yours. Yeah. Like I'm running this shit. I don't I'm not I'm not okay in everything with you. Yeah. Um and that so that's also something that I feel like Franklin over these next four episodes is going to have to reiterate to Leon, to Jim and Jerome, to probably Everybody. depending on how shit goes, probably his parents again, and to Reed Thompson. That fam, I'm running this shit. And to Avi, he gonna have to tell all six of them that. Before Franklin went to talk to his parents, he had lunch with with Teddy. Yeah, yeah. After he read them books, yeah, I need to get some information on you. Yeah, I need to find out. And he basically said, "How you gonna lie to me?" Yeah, because he keep talking about he's Reed Thompson and shit like that, like nigga. Yeah, and and he know he's been. He's been checked up on. Yeah. So he tells me, he talking about, well, how'd you get your name and all this extra shit? And uh, they had a conversation about the two different Americas mm-hmm. and things like that. And um, Avi gave him the file. Like, it's set up where you would think Franklin is on some black power shit. And like he gonna get the crack shit popping, make a lot of money, and then turn legit and have everybody on. Yeah, I think I guess that's like the goal. That, that's get. and that's usually how the goal starts out. But again, with that's what's making Snowfall such a unique show right now. We're literally looking at the beginning of an epidemic, an epidemic that tore up the black community in so many hoods across the country. Nobody knows just how damaging crack is yet. Like, even when Franklin's seen a couple crackheads, like, it's like, oh, okay, well, that just they just kind of went left with it. Like, whatever. Or they just kind of over there going crazy. This ain't what it normally do. We didn't know that. No, that's exactly what's finna happen with Ava. So all the people that you selling to, who you think, like, at some point, you're going to make enough money and get legit and put back on. Also, they finna be gone, dog. The murders ain't started yet. Facts. We got a whole nother element to this thing. The gangs ain't, the gangs ain't started yet. Like, they haven't gotten involved with this crack yet. They didn't start it. But boy, when that crack hit, that's what started gang wars, nigga. And and gang banging yeah. definitely didn't start yeah. it. Because ta- gang banging is some 90s shit. Because we talking late 80s, early 90s, when this gang shit kicks up and turns it up a whole nother notch in that volume. Especially in L.A. Like, whoo, it got serious. And then, granted, I doubt they fucking, like, really discuss it, but this shit ain't even expanded over to the East Coast yet. Because it's a lot of players over there that also got involved in not only the hundreds of millions and billions of dollars being made, but also got involved in the violent part of this shit that we ain't seen yet. What do you think about Melody Homegirl keeping it real with her and shit? About, uh, about going to school? She's like, look, girl. I ain't going nowhere. Hey, so I wish I had your fucking problems. Let's let's. Oh shit! It's two things we still got to jump. Yeah, y'all gonna get these bars, nigga. Uh, so first, let's talk about that. So Melody, homegirl. Apparently, she got jumped with Melody. I ain't remember that. I thought they just would Melody ass, but she got jumped with her too. She came over to the crib, like, "Yo, you good?" Melody, like, "Nah, what? I'll be alright." Um, she like. Oh shit, nigga, like, let's kick it before you go to school. Melody, like, I ain't with it. I ain't going to school. I told my dad I don't want to go. He talking about if you don't go, he going to take away the money. You could tell Spellman, whatever, whatever. Her girl, like, look, I hear you. I get you. You you ain't feeling this shit. But, like, fam, I kill for your problems. I kill to be able to leave and go to school right now. Get out this neighborhood. See some new shit. Study everything. Study, study what I want. want. She said specifically to study what I want to do. 
instead of having to go get a job. That's deep, dog. That's deep because being in them projects, and it's funny, I know some people from L.A., from similar situations who went to Spelman and Morehouse and niggas lives literally changed. I got a homie that's a crip. That nigga life literally changed when he went to Morehouse and he was a gang banging motherfucking far as I knew from what I knew him from that opportunity though. It's a motherfucking and Melly don't realize it because she's had so much opportunity throughout life. Her homegirl keeping it real and saying, fam, Everybody that you kick, I'm your best friend. I love you. So I'm going to keep it real. You sound stupid right now talking about you ain't going to school because you got beat up. What are you? What is Stan going to prove? How is that going to be better for you to stay and not go to school, fam? Like, you hate living with your dad. Your boyfriend really can't mess with you no more. Like, y'all shit stressed out. What is Stan going to do for you? So they kick it. They rap. And... She told her dad, all right, fuck it, I'm going to go to school, but we got to do the road trip. We got to go to Dallas, Santa Fe, all that shit. I got three weeks before school, so we need to take up that whole time so my eye can heal. Why you think she want to do drugs? Same reason anybody on the privileged side of things wants to be involved with drugs and gangs and all that. It's intriguing to them because it's like, oh, this make me cool. Oh, this make Fam, I know a nigga, I, it's, it's wild. I know a nigga who comes from so much money naturally. Like his parents had bread. His dad and his mom were both very well high-end corporate people. They lived a life. He was never on no gang, no hood shit. Guess what that nigga started doing? Selling fucking drugs. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, sir, nigga, you're already at the end goal for drug dealers is to get where you already came from. How you coming backwards? How you? That's literally the definition of my mind of hustling backwards, bro. Like you supposed to get when niggas sell drugs to get money to get out the hood. Out the hood. You was never in the hood. Your advantage your, was crazy. Your Chris Brown ass got rich and trying to get into the hood. Fam, <laughs> dog. Like I, I swear that blew my mind growing up. But uh, so let's talk about when. So when Melody was telling her dad, "Yo, I'm gonna go to." Sp- Spellman, but we got to do the road trip. She was like, it's also a party tonight. Yeah. Um, I want to hit this party. I want to say bye to my friends because we got to leave tomorrow or maybe the following day at the latest. Her dad was happy because he like, man, like, okay, you finally coming back around on this school shit because I want to see my daughter succeed. Like, fuck out of here. So he told her, like, go ahead, hit your party, anything else. She like, no, I'm good. So I'm while she... To, I'm about to go to Louisiana. He said, I'm going to Louisiana's. All right, okay, y'all niggas ain't Maybe. trying to get sued. Y'all ain't pay for that. <laughs> was was Popeyes called Louisiana? First? No, oh, no, okay. no. Popeyes has been Popeyes. Nigga, it was either Popeyes or Bojangles. <laughs> it wasn't never no Louisianas. But uh, no. So while she at the party, he go get his Popeyes, and when he pulled back up, oh, before we talk about that, he met up with his white homie again, the other cop who he had looking into Franklin last week. He asked him, dog, find out where Franklin lay his head. He can't find out. Everything is registered either to his mom name or to their properties or to the bank down in South America. Don't nobody know where Franklin lay his head. And he can't hang out in the white in the black neighborhood waiting for him. Yeah, like, yeah the guy. white cop can't sit in the car and stalk this nigga. So Andre go get his Louisianas and on the way back home, just like a nigga, he eating that chicken in the car, getting crumbs all over everything. Crumb head ass boy. His hair thinning like a motherfucker on the top. That shit is bothering me. But uh learn from Jay, nigga. Cut your shit off, nigga. Do the body. 
Do the ball, nigga. But uh, so he driving back to the crib and he see Franklin coming out of his parents' crib and he get in the car and he he pumped him brakes and he was like, "Yo, you could tell in that moment he was like, I have to follow this nigga." So he following him, and I'm thinking Franklin sees this nigga. Like Me Franklin too. keep looking in the uh, rearview mirror. I wonder if he did or not. We never found out because, and I, it was funny because I knew they were doing this when I first saw them police lights, probably because I was like staring so hard at uh, Andre car that I could tell the police lights was behind his car. Mm-hmm. And Andre was in his personal car. He ain't had no damn sign. He's suspended. You can't pull nobody over. So Andre driving, he following Leon or he following Franklin. He probably close to Franklin house. It looked like they were starting to get up in some hills. And before he could even keep up with him, next thing you know, whoop, whoop, whoop. Here comes some cops, nigga, and uh, Andre learned real quick, still nigga. So, was they playing with him or were they serious? They was serious the way they slammed that nigga on the ground. Story of OJ head ass nigga, bro. Because, like, I thought they were serious too, but then when they got up, they was like, took your, your badge and your gun, and they laughed and walked away. I think they were, so I looked at that part of that scene like, he probably told them that as his excuse for why he couldn't show them his badge. Cause he started immediately saying, oh. Hey brothers, I'm a cop. And they was like, fam, get the fuck on. Like, no, nah, nigga, get put your hand on the steering wheel. I totally forgot that. Get part. your ass out. Yeah. So when he said that and didn't have a badge to show them, which would normally follow, hey, I'm a cop, here's my badge, blah, blah, blah. I think him screaming that out, they probably looked him up in the system real quick. Saw like, but this is definitely before there was a computer. Yeah, yeah. facts, facts. <laughs> and laptop in there, so yeah. Was or, shit, they might have radioed in. Like yeah. you never know. Or they could have been like, oh, I remember dog from TV. Like that was your butt. That's crazy. But nigga, what is this bullshit you telling us about a prostitute took your gun and badge? Like what? You sound stupid. Get your black ass out of here, nigga. Go back home. But Andre's face was so shocked. Damn, how did? He couldn't believe they did them dirty. Before laptops and, and cop cars, fuck was they doing when they pulled you over? Was they really radioing They probably radioed in, in your insurance and shit. The whole time. They, hey. like, you got a Nextel chirp you? Yeah, hey. That shit, that shit crazy. And do this nigga got a registration? Like, is he in the system? Do we got a file on this nigga? This nigga in there with a Dewey Decimal System and shit running through files. <laughs> nigga. So I'll be forgetting. This is random, but it's kind of related. I be forgetting that my pops accident was in 98, right? My pops was in prison up until 96. So he missed a lot of technological advances, right? My pops has never used a computer in his life. Like, Today still? Yeah, yeah. Because now it wouldn't, my pops has never had a cell He had a cell phone back in the 80s, like the big Zach Morris phone, uh, which I still have in my glove compartment for no reason. But uh other than that, no, my pop said he was a beeper nigga. That was about as deep as it got. And the other day, I don't remember what I said to that nigga, but he was like, yeah, man, go on ahead and uh, grab the typewriter. Nigga, please. And I said, the whole writer, nigga? Go ahead and grab that word processor. I was <laughs> like, yo, I'll be forgetting that this was never a thing in your life, bro. But don't ever tell me to grab a typewriter ever in I'm your sure life. there are some listeners who've never used a typewriter before. Oh, I'm certain we have some listeners who've, never, we had the, we, who've never backspaced. Backspaced had a little, that little, yeah. that little um, whiteout little yeah. sheet thing. Yeah. You had to, I hated all of that. You That's some genius shit to, to erase a, a letter. Yeah. yeah, shout out to old tech. I bet you you could probably sell like a dog ass typewriter on eBay for like 
fifty thousand or some shit right now. Uh, but anyway, back to the episode. So Andre finally realized he a nigga, and that shit was just telling. And then they showed the scene for next week, which I'm finna go home and watch the preview for next week just to see this shit again. But uh, so I can bring it up on YouTube, man. I know what's on here. Yeah, but uh, yo. Let us know what y'all thought about the episode. I'm about to go get really busy on the Facebook page. I ain't want to uh to start that conversation until we watched it. We will be in here next week, Sunday. We're going to get y'all some bars. I'm telling y'all now, don't say I didn't warn you. Next Sunday, we recording. So we in here. It's going to be power. It's going to be snowfall. It's going to be a whole lot of crack. Might be a whole lot of 40s. You never know. We might even get some folks up to the studio, have a little intimate situation, man, and watch that joint. I told a couple people, Jenny, I told her she got to come do a power app with us. Um, So, yeah, we might start getting real busy out here. But uh, hold on. Let, real quick, before we go, I'm finna watch this. Uh, Oh, she a crackhead, crackhead. Can't hit a nigga in the head with a rock, my lord. Damn. Whoever she hit with that rock kicked her in her damn mouth. Wait, it's more. I thought it was more after this shit. Well, that was it, I guess. All right, either way, man. She's we're we're seeing her become a crackhead. You was right, dog. I gotta give it to that you. That shit man. just crazy cause Hold up, who man boy was hemming up like that though? Was that man boy? Yeah, in the red shirt. We watching a preview for next week, ladies and gentlemen. Pardon I wonder who she hit in the head with the rock. Was that her homegirl? Whoever something? she hit in the head with the rock kick cause look at that shirt of the girl with the rock or the girl that get hit. And then when she get kicked in the mouth later, same shirt. What if that's uh, Louise, Aunt Lou or something? <laughs> I, oh, well, yeah. Then Aunt Lou winning later because she going to kick her in her damn mouth. Oh, they probably. Oh, now they just running through the streets trying to find her. Yeah. Shit. And they at every custom house. Man boy, down for the team again. Hey, man boy, no, he got to be. I'm trying to pause this shit and just catch every scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he found her little bread from Franklin. Mm. Mm. Andre found that, that dough. Yeah. Gone and struck her from the back, Reed. Yeah, that's on. Uh, that might be on Lou. Whoa, she kicked her in the face with skates. Oh. Oh yeah, she about to be a crackhead for real. That's what. And you but know what's at, funny? Look at this. Look at this. Ain't that a, a long sleeve sweater, gray sweater? Look like it. But That's look, the outfit that she was in in the in the first scene. Then. Look in that first scene too. Her face beat up like a motherfucker. Well, she was already beat up. I mean, she was already beat up. But then you caught another beating, and you got kicked in the face with some skates. Don't never kick me with no roller skates, fam. Damn. Hey man, it's getting super real out here. Snowfall episode six. That's the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Again, let us know what y'all thought about this episode. If you have not watched this app or if you've been avoiding our shit, go get caught up on Hulu with seasons one and two. Uh, if you cannot find the episodes for season three, 
on demand or something like that, you can find them on the FX app. They are available. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. Please continue to support. Continue to uh, rate us, follow us, add us, link us, do all of that, man. Uh, man, I just, yeah, I wait to that off air. Hey, man, and uh, check out Snowfall and be prepared for next Sunday when we come back in here with so many power and Snowfall bars. Y'all going to hate it. But till then, I'm Ant Wood. That's Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture, episode 56. We out.